Welcome to an episode of the Two Utes here in the Rambling Gay Man Studios in the Cult of Ramble Ranch. I'm your host, Whiskey J, the cult leader, the podcast twin in here in the West, 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 y'all. I'm accompanied by what many people consider to be my other podcast twin, my podcast brother, my brethren. I don't know. I called my dad and asked him if he ever went to Houston. And he said, no, there ain't nothing good in Houston. <laughs> and I go, well, there's a guy who they're saying looks like me, dad. And he goes, well, I don't know. He goes, I might have donated sperm, he's all. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to call him my brother tonight because he is my podcast brother. And we'll find out through the show if we are identical brothers. The one and only Mr. Houston himself, inside the Northside Jamaica Queens podcaster himself, Ulysses Ramos. Sarasa! Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. See, you can't do it like me. You can't do it like me. I'm going to copyright that. You fucking stop. No, no, no. You're going to start like this now? <laughs> no, what's up, everybody? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from the fucking studio. I am here with my podcast brother, my podcast twin. No, I don't think your dad's sperm got... All the way came here from Texas. I don't think so. Because you're fucking, uh, what do you, uh, you, uh, you're Mexican, right? Not playing. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You and Penny be hanging out too much. You and Penny hang out too much. Before we start no. the show, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by Proper 12 Whiskey. I'm getting fucked up tonight. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. That's why I brought it for you. Who the fuck, <laughs> fuck is this guy? Now, bro, like, thank you for coming on. Like, you were like, I, I've been saying it lately, like you've been one of the people I, I've had in mind to, to be on the show when I decided to reboot this shit for like the second time. I go, like, you're on, like literally on my top list of people I want to have on the show. Thank you for having me, man. I, I was excited when you sent me the message like, hey, do you want to be on two years? I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I've been listening to you in rambling and in geek and for like what seems like two years, but it's been like maybe a year and a half. Yeah. But like. I'm I'm fully invested in you guys. I'm a fan. You know, we're 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 brothers. We're part of the community and stuff like that. So, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm very excited for coming on. Thank you for having me on. No, nah, man, like, like I'm always I'm always thankful when you guys say yes because uh, to me uh, this is still new to me. Like I I don't and I always forget to mention you because you you're a podcaster who brings in guests all the time. Mm -hmm. I give you guys mad respect when it comes to you, uh, Fidel from Talking Again Podcast, Andy from Profile TV. Um, fucking kick Chris from Kickback. Like you guys bring in guests. I, to me, it is still a foreign language for me to want to hit someone up. Like when I hit you up, like me and you tech, me and you DM each other on the side when you know little couple quick jokes here and there, or like hey, good episode, you know, hey, good episode. But for me to hit you up professionally to be like, hey, do you want to come onto youth? It's still a foreign thing to me. No, yeah, dude, I understand. I mean, it's it's different because like your format is just you. Uh, Escalante, Mr. Lou, or you, Escalante, Chris, Penny, who it, it's just it, you know, it's mm. it's you guys, so it I understand where it's like it's a different 
I guess, world having guests on, because it was different for me when I first started. It's like, do I want to have guests? Do I know how to have guests? Do I know how to interview? So yeah, I totally understand, like, it's different. But your interview style is like, it's your own style, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I wish I, I've heard I, I've better. heard some of the episodes, and I'm like, this one has its own podcasting interview style. Like, it's really great. Very, it keeps you in it keeps you listening to, from like from minute from second one to like marker two hours or the five hour episode. Which I'm like, I don't know if I want to do five hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was a crazy one. Shout out to my friends, Camera Cold. I mean. They wanted to do Joe Rogan style, so I was like, fuck it, I'm here. We had about a bottle of Crown. Yeah. We had some fucking 7-Up, so we were just good to go. I mean, we had a good time, and they're supposed to come on again for my yeah. other episode, so we're going to... We won't do five hours, but we'll do a good episode. Do 10. You do 10. <laughs> we'll do fucking 10. We'll do 10. We're going we're, we're gonna to do a whole night, and it's going to go into the morning. Kinda 24 hours. 24, 24 hours. fucking hours. <laughs> nah, you know, I've always, like, when I've... Um, when I do two YouTube, I'm thinking in my mind, is this going to be the long episode? Like when I had uh, Adrian last week, I go, is this going to be the episode I'm going to be stuck here? Not stuck here, but I'm going to be talking to him for like five hours. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself the whole time, like, fuck. Am I fuck it? If it is, it is. Well, I don't give a shit. Fans like it. Yeah, I listened to it uh, the other day, and it was really good, really good episode, dude. I, I I didn't, I don't even know who the fuck Adrian was, but I listened to it, and I was like, this guy's really interesting. This guy's got a pretty good pretty good story and i mean he's coming up in the music industry so that's kudos to him and that's something i was thinking about too because you're you're heavily influenced by the music industry especially out there for you like so i go i know he's gonna like this episode like i I had a couple people in mind when i when i did the episode i go i already know these these are gonna be uh favorites of these guys like you Mm -hmm. mr lou uh fuck i forgot who else penny you know those guys like you guys are so heavily influenced by music you know that i know you guys would have enjoyed that episode Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I mean, great episode. But this is about you. They ain't nobody here. Fuck them. Don't worry about them. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy anyway? <laughs> exactly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Don't worry about it. So, what got you into the podcast game, bro? Like, I mean, I know you talk about it with Chris. You know, Chris is like the Oprah Winfrey of fucking podcasting out here. And, you know, I know he's listening, but you are Chris. You're Oprah Winfrey. You get a podcast and you get a podcast and you get a shout out. But what got you into podcasting, bro? Like, what, so, was, your, what was your thing? podcasting was kind of like it was like a second chance in doing something different so I was of course in the music scene I had been in a couple bands ever since I got out of high school there were shitty bands but they were bands that's what I wanted to do when I when I got out of high school I wanted to be a musician I wanted to you know play on stage and just rock out and travel that's that was my dream yeah and I, I wanted to do that but up until 2017 I joined this band called Soli and it was really good. We recorded and stuff like that. We had really good shows, um, but it just wasn't working out. So it was like, okay, well, I'm going to start my own band. Um, anybody will tell you, Mr. Lou will probably tell you too. It's hard finding people to gel with and to find people that are musically compatible. Yeah. So it took me like two fucking years. Didn't find anybody, found some weird ass people. So I go to this thing called Comic Palooza here. It's kind of like a small version of Comic-Con. Okay. And um, they have this podcast program. So every time I would go, I would just like watch these guys just talk in front of a microphone. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? What are they talking about? Do they have like a radio show? And then I started noticing like, oh, it's a podcast. And I'm like, oh, so like Joe Rogan. And uh, 
They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So I, I started listening and I started researching and I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. And I told a couple of people and they're like, do it. They're like, what's a podcast? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to find out, <laughs> you know, and just from there, from, was it, I'm going to say maybe like March or May to September, August, September, I, I researched, I looked up what's a podcast, how do you start a podcast, what do you need to start a podcast, how do you upload a podcast, and then from there, I was just like, okay, fuck it, yeah, this is what I want to do, so uh, two and a half years later, almost, and here we are now. Doing your thing, you, you, but you were at hot, though, like, you climbing, like, I remember seeing you, liking, uh, I think it was kickback stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy, and mm-hmm. I, I, I kept my eye on it, and then when your friend requested me, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Let me look, let me look at it. Let me look at his page. And I and I saw the some of the guests you had, you know, and I go, mm, I don't know. He fucks with this guy. And I'm like, I started listening. I'm like, yo, but he's different though. This is different. Like it, he's interviewed people, but it's, it's a different type of uh, flavor of the interview you're doing. Like, and, and that's not me shitting on anybody else, but but you have your own little way of like, like hooking the fa- hooking the fan to listen to it, be like, oh damn, like where is this conversation gonna go? And mm-hmm. early on, it was more like you, and I heard you talk with Chris that you wrote you wrote some of these things down, and it, it was later until you realized like, oh, you know what? It just spit it like that. That you've gotten so better now to the point where like it's it's natural for you. Yeah. But I, I I saw the progression and I'm like, oh, this kid's really good. Like this this guy's good. It's like I like it. And like I said, you're like maybe one of my top lists on the podcast to listen to when like I'm driving at work and like, I'm gonna listen to his episode. But you you bring this this uh this flavor to it. And I want to say flavor. I don't know why the word keeps popping up, but you have the, you have this own, your own flavor to it. Like compared to uh, not compared to anybody else's, like you, your own, like mm-hmm. you're unique when it comes down to the interview process, whether it be podcasters, musicians, or anybody, you have this unique flavor to the interview process you do. And I like that. And I, some, I somewhat try to emulate that too. I'm not going to lie. And may, maybe that, maybe that's why we're twins. Uh, first and <laughs> foremost, dude, thanks. I mean, it, uh, Chris stroked me out on his episode, and and now you're struck giving me another. I'm stroke. trying to outdo Chris. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't listen <laughs> the to the Gawk nine thousand. That's what I'm getting right now. <laughs> I'm trying to outdo Chris. I'm trying to outdo Chris here. But yeah, man, I, I I appreciate that. I really I really appreciate the compliment, man. It personally, me when I interview people, even my even my girl would tell me she was like, "Why don't you write these questions down sometimes? Because you have so many questions and you forget." And even I do forget initially some good questions. And then when I get into it, I'm like, fuck it. Who cares? You know, I kind of know these people. So it's like, genuinely, I know when I want to ask questions, like camera quote, I already know them. They're good friends of mine. One of the guys I grew up with when I was little, one of the guys knows some of my family and um, we're just cool. So it's like, I already know them where I'm not going to interview them again. Like I did last time. We're just going to shoot the shit and have fucking fun. But if it's somebody I don't know, like with Jose of Ranting with Ramos. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out, shout out to Jose. I literally had like a, a index card and I wrote questions about like certain things and stuff like that. And then at the point I was just like, this is good, but I'm better than this. I'm not saying that writing questions down is better because for anybody, it's good. I mean, if I still wanted to do it, I could still do it. Yeah. And I'm not knocking on it, but it's like, it's like, I want to do something different. I was like, I don't want to have like, uh, what's it called? automated questions where it's like okay well you know it's like let me just off the wall fucking crazy shit like you know what color are your balls or some shit like that <laughs> just weird shit they brown but it's like 
<laughs> oh, but this is like you know, I, I, like I said, it hearing you saying it's like a different flavor. I, I appreciate it, dude, because sometimes I feel myself like I'm not good at interviewing people. I feel like I do a subpar job because no. it's like I'm new to interviewing. I don't. I've never interviewed anybody my whole fucking life. I was never in like you know uh, yearbook in school or some shit like that. But I genuinely like getting to know people and asking questions about shit and stuff like that. So I guess that kind of helps. So you just said right now, you're in, you're in the yearbook community. Have you noticed the trend in podcasters? They were never in like, you know, besides Chris but I, I, and a couple <laughs> of people, but they were never really involved in school shit. Like I would never involved in school shit. I was kind of like, you know, the, the cool kid. I'm too cool for this. I'm too cool. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. And now like I'm always interview- like I'm doing the interviews now. You know, I'm out there doing the podcast shit. Like, hey, People don't like if I could see myself back in the day, I would never would have thought, oh, that that kid right there, he's gonna have a successful podcast. Do you think of that? Like when you go, fuck, I don't you just said in the beginning, like you were trying to be rocking out with your cock out, touring out there to now yeah. being like a red hot fucking podcaster out there in Houston and now expanding the fucking empire out here to the to the west and to the east and to the south and all that shit in Jamaica, Queens and all that stuff <laughs> you, that you're doing. Like, do you see that? Like, have you seen the evolution? of yourself to now to be honest man not, i mean i started noticing it maybe a couple years ago in high school i i was just a fucking nerd man i i was bullied i was a nerd i was trying to get my fucking dick wet <laughs> i was not paying attention to school at all but there were something i was a part of a couple of you know little uh after school activities and shit like that um shout out to miss hibbets she was a part of Ola. She's like the main person of Ola. Ola is Hispanic Organization for Leaders of America. And it's just a bunch of fucking Latinos hanging out. You know, we're doing like uh, fucking uh, money drives for certain things yeah. and stuff like that. But that really got me like wanting to be a part of the community. And then kind of like music wise, it's like, well, I like doing this. I like connecting with other people. I mean, even when I was like in bands, I would like to talk to other bands. And just like, oh, you know, shoot the shit with them and this and that. But never in a fucking hundreds of years would I have thought me being here right now. I mean, podcasting. I, I didn't even know what, I mean, podcasting wasn't anything when I was in fucking high school. I was, it was still fucking like radio and shit. But yeah. I mean, I would have never imagined it. I would never imagine me meeting people who I have not met personally in, in the flesh, but I've met virtually and I've had a, a friendship with these people. I never would have thought I would have interviewed, you know, fucking Selena's nephew or be cool with like so many people. I've never would have thought that in a hundred years. I thought I would have been fucking, I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere playing, somewhere, somewhere playing for pennies. Somewhere in Jamaica, fucking Queens. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> trying to, trying to get on power, trying to get on power, trying to get on fucking power. Exactly. Um, no, so what I mean, I, when you say that, I thought the same thing too. I didn't know too much about podcasting, um, but when I did get introduced to it, like, and I've always shouted it out, Kevin Smith is usually one of my biggest influences doing podcasting. Who is it for you though? So like, when you found out about podcasting, you can't mention Joe Rogan, but I know it. It, it can't be Joe. Like, was, was it somebody specifically? Whether it be someone that they're not doing anymore, or they might be famous like Joe Rogan, but is it Joe Rogan? <laughs> Is that what I'm going to ask? I mean, a little bit is Joe Rogan, but a little bit is of like Bill Burr. I, a Bill okay. Burr's podcast is fucking hilarious. I used to listen to it like every Monday uh, and every Thursday, but now I haven't lately, but 
Um, I mean, Bill Burr's one of them. Joe Rogan is one of them. Um, I don't know if you've heard this podcast, but it's called uh, Disgraceland. It's a um, themed podcast that talks about like murder mysteries and stuff like that, but it's within like the music industry and shit like that. Yeah, you know, um, it's really good. It's really, 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 really fucking good. I started listening to that when I first got into podcasting and I, I can really, I'm just going to say Disgraceland kind of helped me. It was kind of like the top one that's like, okay. I mean, he, his setup, uh, his podcast is, it sounds so basic, but like he adds little noises and sounds and and, and, and shit like that. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so good. And like I said, I like music and shit like that. So it, it's a hook and hook line sinker for me. So do you find it easier doing podcasts than they do music? Because I mean, you just said it right now, like to do, to get in a band was hard. Podcasts was just easy. And, and you've made it so easy now, like, like going, looking at it, like, would you still want to do a band? Nah, man. I, <laughs> podcasting is hella easier than fucking starting a band. And I've said this before. With a band, you got to find times to meet up. Oh, so-and-so, the bass player has a fucking night shift or the drummer can't play because he's got to take care of his kid. So, you know, you got to find schedule time and then you got to like practice a song. Some people don't practice. Then you got to get like in the groove and then you got to find a show and then you got to, it, it's, it's too much work with podcasting. It's so much easier. It's like, Hey, do you want to do the podcast? Sure. What time? Eight o'clock. That's cool. Okay. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. Nothing. Let's just get drunk and talk shit while we record. Simple Sounds as like that. A good time. Sounds like a great yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of what we're doing right now. So cheers. What are you drinking? I didn't even fucking ask you. I've been a, I'm a rude fucking asshole. What are you, what are you drinking, bro? I'm drinking. Well, not drinking, but sipping <laughs> Voodoo Ranger IPA, New Belgium. It's something new for me. I'm pretty, pretty much fixed on like Dos Equis. So okay. Dos Equis is like my main thing. Same way with like banquets is like y'all's thing, but uh, Dos Equis is mine. Banquet but like, <laughs> but Voodoo is something different. I've heard another podcaster talk about this and I've seen it when I've gone to Voodoo Fest, you know, when I'm at the fucking gas station, the commercials on fucking Instagram. So I was like, well, fuck it, I'll try it. It's not bad, but it's something I don't think I would drink again. So. Oh, damn. There you go. That's a review. Hey, so I, I went to Houston like maybe a year, year and a half ago, and mm-hmm. I got introduced to Shinerbach. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Shinerbach. Yeah. My God. That shit was fucking so good. Like, well, Escalato introduced me to it, but I was out there drinking it. Like, that was my go-to drink. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? God, you guys are producing good shit out there. Dude, Shiner is like the fucking... It's like the American Eagle out here, bro. Yeah, like that, yeah, it's yeah. like up here. It's Shiner, and then of course you got like Bloodline and Bud Light somewhere in Texas. Um, but yeah, dude, Shiner... Shiner Buck is really good. My girlfriend really likes Shiner. There's so many, like... They come up with so many fucking different variations of like their beers. It's in fucking insane, dude. Dude, like I'm saying, like when I went out there, that was like I ordered that shit on like draft, just bottled. I'm like, damn, this shit's really good. Expensive though, but it's really good. I go, you, it's yeah, it's somewhat expensive, but if you can find the right bar, you can get it for pretty cheap. Really? Yeah, yeah like was, I don't like I don't know what cheap is for y'all, but like if the beer's five bucks, that's cheap to us. No, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're you're looking at me, Mister Banquet Boy, Mister CEO of the Banquet Boy <laughs> Empire, you know. I'm paying like for a 12, 24, like 24 pack. I'm paying less than $20. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can, yeah. That to me is cheap. Like 
where if I'm buying Modelo 12 pack, I'm paying, I'm paying more for a 12 pack than what I've paid for a 24 pack of banquet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so to me, Shinerback, when I'm looking at it, it's like a, a, a 12 pack, a 12 pack of Shinerback for like almost 22 bucks. I'm like, this is fucking expensive. It's good. It's no, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's good, but I don't know if I want to be buying this shit every fucking episode. No, we, like I said, we don't really buy Shiner like that. It's only like on special occasions. Yeah. Um, but personally, me, I mean, in Houston, there's so many different breweries. I've interviewed some of them, but Shiner is kind of like the golden cow. The mm-hmm. golden calf is like, if I get to get interview Shiner, I was like, dude, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, but I've I mean, interviewed so many other cool pod, uh, not podcasts, but uh, breweries. I've interviewed the top brewery here in Houston, St. Arnold's, and the second one, yeah. which is, um, oh, not the second one, but third, uh, Eureka and shit like that. So, you know. Damn, look at that. Showing up. I but mean, it, it's because of a certain somebody. It's a certain somebody that that got me into doing that because he does that, and I was like, "Hey, if you can do that, I can do that." And I just got fucking lucky, and you know, I built a, a cool little relationship with some of the brewery guys. They've given me free beer, oh, so yeah, it, it, it's fucking insane, dude. I it's fucking like, missed out on it. I should have done that. <laughs> you can do that now. I mean, Darn. just be like, "Hey, you know." Darn. Like, I've gotten like, I've gotten really good stuff. I've gotten beer, some free merch, t-shirts and shit like that. And the guys are like, Hey man, let me know when you come by, I'll buy you a beer. And you know, so it's, it's like, they're cool with me. But like I said, if I could do interview Shiner one day, that'd be fucking is that awesome. The goal? Is that the goal? I think that's that's the doing. goal. I mean, I've already got St. Arnold. So like the goal is like, if I can get fucking Shiner, Oh my God. I mean, that's like fucking, I'm going to Gonzalez. Let's go. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is though, um, when I started doing the podcasting, I always think that me and the craft beer community started around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like they they've always been around, like even before me. But I think they didn't stop popping, in on you know people's radars. And I feel like the when we start coming up, they did too. And originally that was going to be the idea. It was like we're going to go interview these. And but the thing, the reason why I didn't go interview it because I'm not too familiar with the cold craft beer craft beer stuff, the the lingo, mm-hmm. the terminology. I wasn't too into it, so. Originally, it was supposed to be P.T. Barnum. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. people don't know, P.T. Barnum was the original member of Ramlacolics. So we were going to gear, like, literally our march into the craft beer community with using the beer knowledge that Mr. P.T. Barnum acquired at ASU. And we were going to go in there and interview him. And, of course, the rest is history. He got, you know, he's no, he wasn't longer part of the show. And we had to change the format to now where we have now. Mm-hmm. The, the original idea was always to go into the craft beer stuff. Let's, let's do it. Let's interview. Let's bring people on. But with, but you're gonna put me in a skeleton. We don't know shit. Like all we know is this tastes good. I don't know about the hoppiness or oh, I can tell this was barrel aged or oh, this is really great. Sometimes you don't even really need to know that. Sometimes if you kind of like butter them up, like if it's the right person, you can butter them up, have a good time, drink a couple of beers while you're having it, and talking about hey, how do so how do you come up with like the beer flavor or hey, how do you come up with like the designs and shit like that? Like when I first interviewed uh, Eureka Brewery. I don't know shit about beer. I've drank their beer. I've gone to their brewery, but the guy was so cool. Shout out to Evan, where it's just like, Hey man. So what about you? How'd you get started here? How'd you start working in beer? How'd you like it? You know, what is your process of like coming up with names and then logos and shit like that? And from there, it was just easy. I mean, he liked music too. So it was like, okay, this is going to be connected easy. You. Yeah. So we're drinking beer, having music. It's good. So so you have to find like the right person to connect with some shit like that. 
See, I'm gonna pick your brain about that. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm new. I'm new to the interview game. I'm just shooting the shit. I'm to me. I'm having fun about it. Like when I, when you're right now, we're doing this. I'm having fun. Like I'm asking, I'm asking questions that I would typically ask you if we were like in a bar. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're just shooting the shit. And so to me, that's kind of the, the way that I, I want to approach it. And I think I should have done that in the beginning. And maybe you're right. Maybe I still have the opportunity to bring these people on and do it. Or maybe I don't. And we'll see how that goes. Now, talking about these guests you had, has there ever been, you don't have to mention names. You can answer yes or no. Have you ever had a guest where you're like, fuck, what did I bring this person? Yes. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. One of the times was my girlfriend's brother. Fucking Zach Baxter. I'll throw this fucking name out. I don't give a oh, fuck. Damn. I had him on one time and it was good. But he's a he's a really far left liberal person who's got a dick up his ass and has a fucking bad attitude. So when the second time I brought him on, which was like during the whole George Floyd riots and shit like that, oh, he turned his puto meter all the way fucking up. Like the dick was showing out of his mouth from his ass. Wow. And it was so he he attacked me, but like he didn't let me like like if we were boxing, he was just had me in the corner and I couldn't do shit to where like when we finished the episode, he left and I was contemplating of like, do I even want to put this out? I mm-hmm. mean, I don't feel confident, com- confident about it. I really don't like it. But it, at the end of the day, I was like, fuck it. Who cares? I mean, some people are going to listen to it. Some people might agree with him. Some people won't. But who knows? I mean, one person who I had a, who was going to have as a guest, she listened to it and she was like, I was going to come on your podcast, but not anymore because I see how your political views are and your racial I- views are. And and she was like, I agree with with Zach. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to come on your podcast. And I was like, oh, OK, well, hey, I wish you the best, whatever. And go suck a dick, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, have you ever like looked at it and be like, because my my thing is I don't like mixing politics and religion into it because I feel like it's a it's a conversation and they can they can go any way and you're you're bound to offend somebody. And I'm already an offensive person as it is. And for me to bring religion and and uh politics into the conversation and, and the shows, I'm like, dude, they already don't like us anyways because of the shit we're saying. Why am I gonna put add more? more uh, more sauce onto this stuff it's already saucy like what i gotta add this do you like now from that experience do you kind of like steer away from it or you still invite it but like fuck it i mean i invite it but i'm very cautious of who i bring on and who i talk to about it like like her brother i won't have him on anymore i've had him on thank you for you know helping me you know get some kind of exposure because he used to have a, a youtube channel and it was like a vlog so i'm like hey if i could collab with him you know, maybe his viewers would come and listen to the episode and then vice versa, they go check out. So it was like a, it was like a working thing. Yeah, okay. It didn't work out. So I was like, Hey, uh, what, what, what do we say? Um, you wish to look on your future endeavors. I was, fuck, I was about to say that. I wish to look at his future endeavors. Jesus. So, but like, yeah, man, like it, I'm very cautious who I bring on now. That's why I like, I check people and I'm like, okay, yeah, they're cool. You know, like him, I won't have him on. But if I were to have like a specific person on and we talk about politics or religion, shit like that, that's like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, um, that's why we have like unpopular opinions on my podcast where it's yeah. like, it's if it's your unpopular opinion that you think Joe Biden's a good president, that's your opinion. I mean, I have a different opinion. We can talk about it. And at the end of it, 
okay, hey man, I'm not offended. You're not offended. We're cool about it. You know, especially with like religion, it's like, okay, you're agnostic or you're atheist or you're Catholic or you're Christian. Hey, I'm Christian. Uh, we we might see things differently, but at the end of the at the end of the conversation, I'm still gonna be cool with you. Uh, that's the whole thing. It's like I don't want anybody to get riled up about shit and be like, "Fuck you, man! You you think that the fucking Earth is round and shit and all this and that?" It's like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. It's like, look, we're just having a discussion. If you take it that way, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you, but it's just it's just a conversation, man. I don't mean it. It's just me. I like wanting to know things. That's it. That's it, it. Like picking it, people's brain. It's also that society is just too sensitive about it. And that's yeah, something we, we notice. Like to in, in our mentality is okay, you if you don't like what we're saying, if you don't okay, then just scroll away. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to it. Unsubscribe. Don't download my episode. Why do you need to go into the situation where you're like, we gotta cancel this person because we don't like what he's saying? We don't bro, you're gonna cancel me by not downloading my episode. Just but if you don't like it, spread the word, you know, or you know, just don't download, just scroll away. You yeah, know. dude. I don't, I don't know how society got so fucking pussied out. I mean, when I was when I graduated, it wasn't that bad. But I think ever since like, <laughs> ever since Gangnam Style came out, everybody just you gonna, you gonna blame that guy? <laughs> Are you seriously gonna blame Gangnam Style? No, I, I, but ever since like after like 2013, everything just got so sensitive. Everyone started getting like offended by things, and then. Now you see how it is now. It's like, I mean, sometimes like I haven't said this to anybody or I haven't said this on a podcast, but I have, I have friends who are transgender. I have friends who are gay. I have friends who are liberal. They know my point of view. And sometimes I'm so like scared to like say it and say it like wholeheartedly with passion because it's like, I don't want to offend them. It's like, I know that I don't want, I don't, I want to keep them as a friend because it's like, they're cool but I just don't want to offend anybody. And like, I shouldn't feel that way where it's like, this is just my opinion. If I feel this way, I should be able to come on my fucking podcast and talk about it. But you they're your friends. Like you just said, they're your friends. Shouldn't they know yeah. that that's your opinion? Like people that know me know I'm a ball buster. I crack jokes and all that. they know me. Like what you see is what you get. Like when you see me here right now, it just turned up a little bit after yeah. the show. I'm I'm just a little dialed down, but I'm still the same whiskey J. Ask anybody. You can ask anybody that's ever met me in person. I'm still the same whiskey J, just a little turned up on audio when it comes to the audio podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say some of the stuff that I say because then they're like, oh, that's timing. That, that's timing. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, so I mean, are they really your friends? Because shouldn't your friends already know your points of view in some of the, these situations? Because if you if you're afraid to say it, then do they really know you then? I mean, yeah. I mean, some of them I can consider friends and some of them I can consider like friends with benefits. And the reason why I say benefits is because like I can have a mom with the podcast. They got a really good audience and shit like that. But they, some like, like my friend who's transgender, Uncle Tino, shout out to Uncle Tino. He, I told him, I was like, look, I don't understand the whole transgender community and stuff like that, but I'm willing to like, learn i mean it's not gonna really it's not gonna like change my mind but it's like i have i mean i have compassion for these people i i'm gonna treat i mean if you're a dude who turned to a chick hey man that's cool for you do you want to go get a beer okay cool fuck it you know hey look i don't believe in that i don't necessarily agree with that but i'm still gonna treat you like a human being yeah same you know same the same so and i mean that's the best you could do like that's and that's all they ask for Mm -hmm. 
that's all they ask for is to be treated like human beings, nothing different. I think that's you, what everyone would ask for, you know, yeah, just regardless of it. Yes, exactly. You know, but if you're out there treating them different, then of course they're going to take offense to it. But if you treat them like a regular human being, like a, an average person, then you're fine. I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm trying to lock one down too. I, I know Penny had just done an interview and I was young and I'm like, bro, you've had an opportunity to tell this, tell this person this, this and ask. I would have asked so many fucked up questions, you know, especially, especially in the, in the mindset where Boom Boom's at, you know, you listen to Boom Boom. God, like man, you that episode it. was, God. I'm not going to lie. I got a chubby <laughs> when that, when that, when that she was talking and moaning. I'm, oh, damn. Like, why am I feeling this way? <laughs> Like, I, I have to adjust my pants right now. What the fuck am I feeling like this? I go, damn. I was going to message Penny and be like, yo, what the fuck was that, dude? I'm literally driving to work, just keeping a straight face and just hearing moaning and talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I was I, like, I, that I, episode uh, was hot, dude. Yesterday, I go, hey, how does she look like? He goes, ew. And I'm like, I just want to know, dude. Like, I I have I have this picture of how this person looks. And if mm-hmm. you guys don't want to talk about Lady Jim, it's Penny's last episode. I fucking forget the name of it, what episode number it is. But just go to, just go subscribe to Penny Boom Boom at Boom 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 Storytime Podcast. The latest episode, check it out. He interviews two uh, real women who talk about stuff. One is transgender, that's what me and uh, <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> so I go, bro, I want to see because my picture of her right now is like, dude, like this guy, she got to be a dime piece. Like she got to be the dime piece of dime piece, you know, transgender women. He shows it to me. Bro, it looked like if Joe Rogan had a wig. It had makeup on and lined up those eyebrows. I was like, oh, no, you ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> Fucking ruined the image I had of this woman. Like, I had talking. an image too, but I, I kind of imagined like a skinny, like oh. Hispanic guy oh, with oh. like, you know, really it, one of those people. Nah. But now that nah. you said that, I'm like, uh, nah, nah, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I already know people are going to be quoting these motherfuckers are twins. <laughs> yeah dude uh fucking shout out to penny dude I, i'm supposed to get on boom boom sooner or later but Ooh. yeah dude that fucking episode hot. i was like it's hot. I, I wanted to know how the other girl looked i mean i can kind of picture how her i guess cousin or whoever she was but i wanted to know the other one i was like damn <laughs> oh yeah I, I've, I've seen her I, well, I think i've met her too no 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 that, that one with your dime piece oh, penny yeah. fucks dimes dimey dimes as he fucks I, I would imagine i would imagine we were uh so was it on saturday so we went out. I don't think he gives a fuck about this. So we went out to watch Batman with uh, Escaleto, TTB Chubbs, you know, Escaleto's girl and, and my wife. And of course, you know, the date, the, it was basically like the triple date because, you know, TTB Chubbs and Penny are commando. So they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're an item. They're an item. Yes. Well, no, so they're an item. They're an item. <laughs> so we all go, right? And we're all sitting down, chilling at Buffalo. And uh, the waitress shows up. And I'm thinking, this was in a spit game. I'm all, this is a spit game. This was our spitting game. To both waitresses, the well, the waitresses that took her order and the waitresses that bought her order, both spitting game. And I'm like, and I'm, and my wife looks at me like, and she, I just hear her nod her head. And I'm like, fuck, come on, I can't go out with them anymore. I'm thinking about that. That's <laughs> it. I can't go out with them anymore. So we're um, sorry, sorry. We you know we pay we pay our bills. We leave and I'm driving back. My wife's like, hey, Penny can spit game. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Penny can spit game. I did not know that. And I'm like, you think you think I you think I hype my boy up for no reason? He can spit. And he goes, wow, like I was, I was watching him. I was like, wow, like he juggled two women at one again, out of respect for you. And, you know, Escaleto's girl, he didn't get no digits. But if he would have, he would have got digits and he would have gone home with one of them that same night. But out of respect that you girls were there, she goes, wow. She goes, and you, you go out with him because of that? And I'm like, no, I mean, I like watching it. I like, I'm like a cuck. I like watching him. 
like watching him. And I do like to watch him do this shit. Like he has it to a fine art. And I, and I know he's and he's probably blushing as he's listening to this. Blushing, but this guy has it down to a fine art. Like it's just like like I'm I'm like a privilege to be witnessing this shit. It's like it's like watching Jordan in '94. It's like that. <laughs> like when he came back, it's yeah, just like, it's like oh, he's oh back. shit, yeah, like oh my god, he has it. Like Penny has this. Like oh my god, it's like watching that. That that's yeah, I mean, how I feel watching Penny pick up on women. I'm like, oh my. If Penny can pick up shit, I mean, I can imagine the women he can pick up here. I mean. No homo. Penny's a good looking dude. I mean, the dude keeps well, he's well dressed. He works out. He's got a nice tan. He's got a nice haircut. That dude can finally find some fucking bitches here, bro. Oh, if yeah. He, he came here. Could. Oh, my God. He can fuck with like tens and elevens here. I'm pretty oh, sure. He could do well. You heard the episode. He had a class where he was teaching you how to get that. <laughs> like, he had a class. This guy oh, had I need a, to see that fucking master class of Penny. With the, like, with the old penny with the mustache and everything trying to teach shit. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait for them to unroll that even more. Like he, oh we, we were talking about that last night. Uh, we were at Progress on Main. Shout out to Progress on Main Brewery. We're out there discussing it. And he was telling me the game plan. I go, fuck, I hope you execute this shit. I love it. I love when the I love when he tells me so. Like that that I fuck with Penny. I fuck mm-hmm. with Penny since day one. And because Penny has the same motivation and hustle I do. So for him to tell me this game plan, I'm like, oh, if you execute it the way you're talking about it, it's in a fucking hit. It's a hit. Sure. Uncle Penny shit to be watch. Listen, ladies and listen to it right now. Uncle Penny's gonna be a hit for sure, dude. And and I like how how y'all's story kind of like started. I mean, Penny was doing his thing, you were doing your thing, and it kind of just beca- became like fucking the Justice League. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, he's like fucking Batman, and you guys are like Superman and Aquaman and all that shit. And he just like y'all joined forces, and I mean. It's a bad fucking thing, man. I mean, you got the good-looking guy, you got the funny guy, you got the guy with no job. <laughs> you, got, oh, <laughs> you got a job. You got you working today. Started work today. Oh, I love good. Self-employees employed I'm, now. I'm glad. No more fucking. Oh, hopefully we get some better rants of some fucking stupid people that he's working with. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> now, but it's a great relationship. But you and I think it's a great. Uh, thing is like the fact that he says like the Justice League because it, it is kind of like that where I never expected to team up with him I, when I went to go do his episode it was supposed to be like a one-off mm-hmm. not like you know and I always say I, mean, I always tell him you fucking you deleted that you wanted me back and he goes no no we fucked it up because Escaleto couldn't talk and, and I think if he didn't if Escaleto didn't if Escaleto didn't raise his voice I don't think we would have done it it would have been a one-off and and uh, I don't know what he would have been doing mm-hmm. Cause I know there've been moments Penny was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm like, bro, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. Let's do it. Cause he he's motivated. He's you know, he's a, he's a, he's a hustler. He's a straight hustler. Like, and you know, in every aspect of life, he's a straight hustler. So I go, you gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep putting these episodes out. And you, you now you see what he's doing now with boom, boom. If you guys like the last episode, you're going to love the next couple episodes he has coming out. Oh man, I'm fucking ready for yeah, that. He's ready for that shit. So, I mean, go back to you. Cause it's about you. Not about Penny. I love him to death, but it's not about him. About you. <laughs> you say you're coming down here to LA. Yes. I'm I am planning on coming in July, mid-July. Mid-July. What's the purpose? Sightseeing, business, pleasure? So, both. All three. All of the above. <laughs> so, dude, I wanted to come to LA. LA has kind of been like my well, not a, it used to be a plan, but it's like when I turned 18, I was like, I'm going to move to fucking L.A. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do music. I'm going to meet all these cool people. 
But then reality hit me and I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I'm cool, you know. Um, but yeah, dude, if I, when I go, that'd be my first time ever going to the West coast. Really? So, yeah. My brother has went and I think he might come with me. I'm not sure, but he's already gone. But like I said, it will be my first time. And I've always wanted to go to California because just Los Angeles is just like that place to be, you know? It is. It is actually, I've been to Houston. I mean, I've been to Houston. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's because you haven't met with the right people yet. I wish like, I would have you know, fucking known you. Cause I said you would have hit you up when I went out there. Oh, dude, next time, next time you got, you, I will get you fucked I, up. <laughs> I, I stayed in the area because my brother-in-law lives out there. I stayed in the area where they call Little TJ. Little TJ? Like, it's literally a whole fucking boulevard. It, 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 you just see fucking street vendors from Salvador Salvies to Mexican to Guatemalan to Hondurans. And then in the middle, there's a fucking swap meet like across the street. And they were calling a little TJ. And I go, this looks like TJ. Like, this actually, because you got a bunch of auto body shops across the street. There's always a mechanic shop. Is he? And they, I think I know what you're talking about. I think he's talking about like the flea markets on airline. I think that's I what think it is. so. He's like he he said he lives like in North Houston. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I know he's what he's in talking North about. Houston. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And like, I wish I would have fucking known you because I would have hit you up. Like, yo, let's collab. Let's do this. I'm out here. Let's you know. Let's yeah. Pull out the red carpet for the fucking cult leader out here. <laughs> and, and and my brother-in-law did. And my brother-in-law did. He took me to some nice spots. We went to go get a fucking uh, a forty michelada. Okay. Okay. Like literally a big gulp, which was like, and this bitch was like pointing out the Modelo 40 and like all of it and then making them I'm like, God damn. And we're drinking it while we're driving, no seatbelt on. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you, you don't wear seatbelts? He goes, bitch, this is Texas. And I'm like, it's the South. Oh. That's how we do it out here. I'm like, okay, okay. And then, you know, and we're just drinking outside the park. We're watching these kids play baseball. I'm like, I'm like I, I can dig this. I can dig. This. I just don't dig your fucking, uh, your, your hornets. You know, not, fucking with. <laughs> there were some dumb big motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, dude, fucking wasp and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, I have I, to. We have to like duck and dive every time we see those yeah, things. Yeah, I had one. I had one on the. So this is the last night, and we were grilling outside because I rented this like nice like fucking uh, home for Airbnb mm-hmm. home, and I go the last time we got a barbecue. Fuck it, we got a barbecue, and I'm going to the barbecue store right now too. So we barbecued, and I'm outside grilling the shit, and my wife calls me like, All right, I'm going inside. I don't know where I hear, and it's right there. That fucking. <sighs> That fucking Hornate, where the fuck it is, wasp is right there. I feel it. And I go, oh my God. And I'm walking as slow as I can. Like, I'm trying to stay still, not move my head. And, and my wife, Crystal, was like, babe, what's wrong? And I'm like, I got, and I'm like whispering, like the fucking things that hear me. I go, <laughs> I, I, I got something in my head. I think it's a Hornate. And she goes, what? It's a Hornet. I go, and, and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then my brother in law shows up and he's beating him or drunk. We're drinking China Bach. And he goes, yo, what's up, bro? And I'm like, and I'm making noise. I'm making like signs. So I'm like, don't you're gonna, you're gonna notify this motherfucker. We know. And he's like, what? And I slowly turn around, and I I just hear my brother. I go, what the fuck? And my wife was like, oh my god, babe, don't move. And I'm like, I was about to say, bitch, I know not to move. What are you talking about? So my brother now takes off his fucking boots, and I go, no. And he goes, yo, I'm I'm apologize to you right now. I'm sorry. And he fucking whacks me right behind the fucking head with the boot, and I'm like, fuck. And that fucking he was a, he was a tough hornate, motherfuckers like straggling trying to get the back up to fly. We stomped on his ass like an office space was stomping on the fucking fax machine. We're like motherfucker, <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck your mama. We're like that. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious, bro. 
Like, oh I, I had like I had I felt like I had the shoe print right there, his boot print right here, because he like he literally smacked the fuck out of me like boom, dude. We were so fu- I was so fucking mad because I was like fuck, I got hit. <laughs> no, dude, I I'm scared of them. I live here and I'm scared of them. like I will literally like shriek the fuck out of way. I'm like, <laughs> please get the fuck out of the because they're fucking huge, they're man. Huge. I mean, they, they're, they're like fucking the size of this damn thing. They're huge. Yeah. They're wasp or, and whatever, man. I, I duck out of the way. Ever since my uh, I was little, uh, my cousin got stung. And ever since then, I was like, fuck these things, dude. And, you know, I just, I stay away from them. I, I try to avoid these things as much as possible when they're driving. I'll put on my fucking windshields and say, fuck you, get the fuck off and shit. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, my, my that was my experience with that. I'm like, fuck this place. The first, I love the heat. I love the heat there. I love the heat oh, there. Oh, God, no. Why? I do. I, I do. Oh, no, I, man. I, I liked it. We went in, uh, where the fuck do we go in? I want to say June. We went, oh, God, no. <laughs> but it was raining, though. It, it rained. Oh, no, that's even worse. I loved it, bro. I was like, oh, God, I'm no, sweating. man. But then the rain's gonna they cool me down. But then when it like when it stopped raining, I'm like I'm sweating, but I'm also wet from the rain. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I go fuck. You know what this means? I gotta drink. <laughs> it feels like the jungles of fucking Vietnam, bro. When that shit happens. Hey, I wore cargo shorts the whole time. I fucking loved it. Oh man, I salute you for that, bro. You are honorary fucking Texans for that, dude. It. I can't stand the fucking heat. I live here. I live here my whole life. But when the summer comes. We stay our ass inside, or we go out. And even when it's when it's at night, it's still fucking hot. It's yeah, like it God damn, it you is. know. I hate it when it rains too, because then it gets foggy and mu- oh oh god, it was muggy. It was muggy as fuck. Oh bro. god, I feel like I'm in Vietnam, bro. We went to like the NASA thing, like, and I was like, it's, it was raining, it was bad, and I go, it's gonna be fucking cold. I'm gonna put my sweater on, and my I look at because I'm driving, and so I, I just the side mirror, and my my, my brother was like. <laughs> nah, pa. Don't yeah. worry. Literally, my brother's like, nah, don't, don't even pull out your sweater, don't. I'm like, I just look at him like, okay. I open the door, <sighs> fucking humidity. I'm like, oh shit, he right. I'm like, oh, I don't gotta do shit. I'm gonna shower, and, and I was wearing the Banco Boy tank top. Like I was like literally tank top, cargo shorts, and fucking ch- like my, my Nike chanclas all the whole the whole week we were there. I, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. He showed me around. We went to a couple bars. He, he, he reintroduced me to Shinerbach. Um, loved it. Though he, every morning we'd go to the little place and the, the lady would make little uh, breakfast tacos. We'd always eat breakfast tacos. Oh, yeah. I fucking it, loved it. it. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Especially when you're waking up from like a like a, like a hangover or bender. You're like, oh, oh. we'd be like, breakfast tacos, breakfast tacos. Let's go. We get in, we get in this pickup truck and we go. We wait in line and we get. The, we're eating. We we order ten, we eat two and then we order another two to complete the ten. And we take the ten back so we can share it with the girls. <laughs> and they didn't even know we just downed like two of those motherfuckers before we came. Shoot, and I take it. I take it a, a step beer. above. I take it a step above. I oh good barbacoa, bro. That's that. Ah, I gotta try that, I gotta try that. Hey, but you guys, you guys throw that text mix shit out there because. Over here, when you order fucking carne asada, we say carne asada. Over there, you guys call it fajitas. Yeah, it's just the way it's made differently, the way it's cooked differently. Like, dude, even fajitas here is different. Like, yeah. you can go to one spot, the fajitas good. You go here, the fajitas, eh. But, like, we, we have carne asada here, but, it, like I said, it's just cooked differently. Fajita no, but when is, I order it, they look at me like, what? And I'm like, fajita? Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, fajita, dude. Fucking shit, dude. <laughs> 
the fuck? Kind of, sort of. I think it's because, like I said, it's the way it's prepped and way, you know, carne said is prepped over there and how it is over here. Yeah, it's totally different. Like fajita, they will keep on the grill just a little bit longer to get like the ends charred and sides. Oh, Oh my God. So Yo, good. when you, you say showing up, bring me a pound of that shit then. Ooh. Well, girl, here. That's that's one thing I want to say to you right now. That's one thing. You show up here, you, we're grilling out here in the ranch. Oh, dude, we gotta I gotta go forget, I gotta go to fucking uh Michoacana then. <laughs> we grill we grilling out here. Like that's one thing. Like I so I'll be mean, what you so you're coming out here, like what what's some of the things you want to go hit? So uh of course I want to do the podcast circuit. I want to do you guys, Jose. Um, some friends of mine, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're, it's called ECMO podcast. I had one mm-hmm. of the guests on, yeah. um, I want to do their podcast, um, pennies, uh, Andy's if I can, I just want to do everybody's podcast. And if I can maybe bring my shit out there and do some stuff with you guys or whatever, Yeah. but also like go check out Hollywood, go, you know, maybe to the record shops, go try some food, maybe go to the beach. Like I plan on staying from Monday to Sunday, I think. So you're gonna dunk everything out of almost a fucking week. I can. I mean, I, I know really? I've really checked, I really seen how big LA is pinpointing like Jose, yeah. Jose has told me he's like, Where are you where are you looking on staying? I was like, I don't know. I was thinking staying over here. He was like, he's like, just stay in this in general area. And he's like, This is where mainly all the guys are at. I'll but say you gotta stay like close <laughs> to where we're at, bro. Cause I ain't gonna fucking go. <laughs> I go into Woodland, suck to go see you. Do I? Like, where's he at Woodland? Fuck no, that's a. I looked, I looked in job. like Inglewood, but I was like, do I really want to stay in Inglewood? Yeah, you do, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you do, dude. I'll take you to go see the Crenshaw Mafia. Uh, like, hey, um, why are you wearing red? Don't worry about it. Them for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll take you. Uh, but my, yeah, my dude, God, my God doesn't live out there. I got, I get a pass. I mean, I get probably, I mean, I don't know. I, I, you hear so much about like the bloods and the crips and, you know, from other, from here and you, everyone thinks like, Oh my God, I don't want to go there. But I, I feel like if you go there, you, it might be different. You might have a different experience and be like, I mean, these guys are pretty cool. I mean, yeah, y'all fucking hate each other, but Hey, you're cool. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't wear colors. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. No. I've heard that. I, I've been like looked at before and I'm like, Oh, let me take this blue rambling. Hat <laughs> let me put on the black one. We good. Oh, it has red. Never mind. I guess I'm gonna have to go without a hat tonight. <laughs> I've had that. I've had that. My sister in law, uh, she lives in Oregon. You know, uh-huh. she lives like in the honkiest fucking area. And she came out here for a summer. And like I said, my goddaughters live in Inglewood. Like they live in fucking the ghetto as part of Inglewood. And she goes, I want to go stay with Gio. And I'm like, fuck it. I want to get rid of you anyway because I want to, I want to fuck your sister. So we're good. <laughs> no, me, 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 and you, me and sister, we're trying to get this down. But you, you showed up here for the summers. You fucking up my game. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. So I hit on my tia, like, hey, is it cool, you know, that Rachel can stay over there for the weekend? She goes, yeah, yeah, it's fine. All right, cool. And, I, and I, I'm telling Rachel, Rachel, this is different. This is in Oregon. Don't look at people. Because she has a mouth on her. Okay. And she has this look. And I'm like, don't look at people the wrong way. I'm all, whatever Jill does, do what Jill does. I go, and don't mouth off. And she goes, why? And I'm like, because 99.9% chance you're going to get knocked the fuck out of here. Don't. She goes, okay. I don't, I don't, she didn't heed my advice. So she goes, fucking Gio hits me up. Yo, I had to bail her out. I'm like, well, what do you mean? She almost got beat up. I'm like, why? what? I'm like, why? So I guess this car was rolling and they didn't know where to park. And she was just fucking like, like looking at the car. Like, what the fuck are they? Like, why are you cruising? So the car started, like, do I know you? 
She goes, no. Then what are you looking at me for? And then my sister-in-law mouthed off. He goes, you're asking me questions. What the fuck do I, I got to answer you. The girl got out of the car and went, what the fuck you just say to me, little girl? My goddad had to come out and be like, hey, yo, yo, no, she don't know, no, she don't know any better. You know, she kind of made it seem like she's retarded. <laughs> and so the woman's like, you better tell that bitch to mind her fucking business. And then my the sister was about to talk, and my, my, my goddaughter was like, cover her mouth. She knows what to do. And I go, God, yeah, I go, you should have let your ass beat. She would have yeah. got a nice proper LA beady. <laughs> Me, I'm not, I mean. It's here in the South, we're different. I mean, we might look and like, what's going on? But if someone were to do that, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not from here. I'm kind of retarded. So don't don't mind me. Have a nice day. I like your, I like your nails. I like your you guys, nails. You guys are more <laughs> chill out there, though. You guys are more chill. I know. No, dude. I, no, I feel like people in LA are more chill. <laughs> Over here, it's fucking hectic as fuck sometimes. I, I feel, well, I mean, I said in the North Side. So I don't know what. Like, and the I, North Side I, I always, is chill. It was, so. it was very chill, bro. I was like, Going to Walmart, all these places. Like, I tried Whataburger. I think it's trash. And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, it's trash." Bro. So, so you were inside the North Side then? Yeah. Got him. <laughs> I was inside the North Side. Um, I, but yeah, I was I like, mean, I, I, I thought it was cool, chill. That's what I liked about it. I was like very chill. I, I didn't have to be defensive. I didn't have to watch out for anything. Maybe because I had a great tour guide. Like my brother-in-law has been living there for five years, so he knows the place inside and out. He knows where to mm-hmm. go, where to take me. But I never felt like I had to watch my back. Never had to be like, oh, I'm on. Like, if I saw something pass by, I wasn't afraid of someone to be like, what the fuck? I didn't have to wait. I didn't have to fear that. Here, it's a little, here you kind of do. Like last night, we were at the brewery and we just got a table. We sat down and right across there's these guys. I don't know where they're looking at us. And I'm sitting in the middle of the table and I'm like staring back at them. And then the guys are chit chatting, like, you know, little comadres. And they're looking mm-hmm. over here, and I'm like, and I told, and Penny goes, "Why are they looking over here?" I'm like, "I don't know." You know what? He goes, "I don't know." And so we started. It was a staring contest, and I'm like, "Bro, like, why was it? Why is it? I didn't get why we stared at them." Mm-hmm. At the end, they they left, but I'm like, "This could have gone south." I didn't experience that when I went to uh to Houston or when I went to Philly or I was in New York. I didn't experience that shit. It's yeah. over here. I do. It. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, Houston. We are chill. It's cool. I mean, Texas in general, the South in general, it's chill. It's cool. It's like, if we know you're from LA, it's like, oh, okay, but hey, if you're cool with us, we're cool with you. You know, we're, you know, we're very, we got that Southern hospitality, yeah. as we say. You know, we know like, oh, you know, where's the best place to get breakfast tacos? Oh, you can go here. You can go there. You know, you don't feel like you have to watch your back here. I mean, I can go into like third ward, fifth ward, fucking acres homes. Those are all like hoods that are not really great to be in. But um, I mean, everyone's cool with each other. Even if you go in there, it's like you might have to watch your back. But if you know somebody, if you mention somebody, then they're like, oh, yeah, he knows so and so, you know, but it's it's not like that here. You don't have to watch your back. But sometimes you do if you go into the wrong neighborhoods at certain times. Same here, same here, same you know, over here. at night. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> uh, same. It's it's the same. But like I said, like I felt very welcomed over there. Yeah, like, very I mean, welcome. Very, it was very hospitable. Like I would go again. Like we are planning to go again. I think this year we're planning to go again. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably be like, "Fuck my wife," you know. You're, you're welcome here. You can <laughs> like, what, what did you just say to me? <laughs> did I, hear I mean, this right? people will open up your doors. I mean, seriously, dude, it's like. Like here, man. Here, you wear. You want my shirt? You wear my shirt. Hey, I, I got some underwear. You know, you take a shower. Hey, you want to fuck my wife? Hey, you want some edibles? Hey, wait, what some, the you fuck know? did you? Wait, I'm like, yo, what did he say again to me? We're well, really yeah, cool yeah. here. So, I mean, that's you know, what I liked about it. You guys are very cool, very chill. 
Yeah. And like I said, I, I'm not going to lie. I was even thinking about moving out there. But we, oh, really? we were there for a whole week. I'm like, yo, baby, you should move out here. Like, I really love, I love the food. I, I like their beer. Like, it's, and, and I, I don't have to wear a fucking seatbelt out here. <laughs> and I don't got to wear a mask when I'm out here. You don't have here. to worry about colors and shit. I don't got to worry about no fucking colors. <laughs> the only color I got to worry about is Dodger Blue. But I'm good. I mean, you'll be fine. I'm so. good. No, yeah, I know. Because I'm wearing my Dodger shit out there. I'm good. I go. And she was like, and she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, no, you you have vacation. You just you're just on vacation nice. Because I said the same thing when I went to Philly. I'm like, we should move to Philly. We need to move to Philly. I want to be Philly, boy. I want my kids to literally sing the Fresh Parents in Bel Air song. I go, we're gonna move to Philly. Like I was like that. We're gonna move to Philly. Yeah. And the, the thing is, even in Houston, I'm like going like I'm literally going on Realtors.com looking at properties in Houston. I'm like, babe, look at this shit. Like this is like way less than what the fuck we paid for right now for this house. I can sell the house right now. We can move this motherfucker now. I go, they have they have a branch out here. I can transfer to Houston. It'll be done in a month. And wife's like, no, no, you you're just on vacation. You're a honeymoon stage right now. Wait, wait a second week if you stay here, you'll probably hate Houston. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna hate Houston. My <laughs> wife went for two weeks. She hated it. Yeah, man. The heat, can... the heat, the heat. The it's heat. the heat, the traffic. Yes. Um, what else is it? The fucking annoying ass people. Um, uh, parking. <laughs> you're you're like hitting everything she was saying to me. But I I wouldn't trade for the world. I mean I love it here. Fuck yeah. fuck all these people sometimes, but it's it's that's it's my hometown. I love it. So you know. But like I said, even if you were, I think I think you would still feel that way. I think you would still get adjusted to it. I think you would feel comfortable, like, hey, I like it here. It's not just the honeymoon phase. I mean, you would have to adjust to, like, certain shit. But I think I think everybody has to do I mean, all the California people do, and I think they like it. So, I mean. I was about to ask you, you're getting invaded. Like, a lot of people from California out there moving, moving over there. Are you guys getting kind of, you guys getting that Cali vibe? Like, are we influencing that much over there? Mm, not as much. But there are a lot of people that are raising up the prices on a lot of things. So, I mean, there's that. But, I mean, they adapt to the Texan way. I mean, you know, they still have their Cali way of thinking. But, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, you guys have, like, such a awesome, like, state of mind. Um, but when they come here, it's like, okay, look, we're in Texas. We have to do Texan thing. Yes, we're still whatever. But it's like they're half and half. So, I mean, not really influencing in a way, but somewhat they are. Just very little, though. Because Texans are like, no, 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 no. Y'all ain't coming in here and doing this shit here. We, we're going to do it our way. You ain't I mean? bringing your California <laughs> liberal ideas here. Fuck that. We got our own Texan liberal ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your shit. Fuck your electric cars. I want my diesel truck. Actually, fucking, we have uh, Tesla. They have their fucking um, company out there in, like, Austin. So, I mean... Yep. Electric cars are, are are starting to come around more. We see a lot more Teslas around here in Houston and Austin and stuff like that. So I'm I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for them to get pimped out Houston style. Oh, they will. Trust they me, there probably is somebody already that has already pimped out, dropped, put some fucking fucking elbows, candy <laughs> painted, and everything. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. So, doing the podcast game for how long you've been doing it for? What's your ultimate goal? Longevity. I think that's my ultimate goal. How long can I keep this going? I mean, am I going to fall out of it? Am I going to get tired of it? That's what I'm waiting for. I mean, I don't think, I think, 
I think that's just the goal, longevity. It's like, can I keep this going? How long can I keep this going? Because I was thinking about it. It's like, can I do this when I'm like 40? Do I see myself like almost 12 years from now doing this? Well, Mr. I mean, he's 52. He's doing it. I mean, yeah. I mean, he started kind of, you know, episode 78. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's going like, to love you. He's going to love that. <laughs> but it's like, can I see myself doing this? Can I see myself being a middle-aged man? you know, with two kids or three kids or however many kids, you know, doing a podcast that I started when I was fucking 26, 27, you know, I mean, Joe Rogan has done it and he's kind of like a testament to like, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for 10 plus years. So I think, I think I could. So longevity is key. And I think uh, the the material, like with you, I, I, and I like it the way you're doing with seasons. Cause that's why I kind of modeled geek and geek out with. Mm Mm-hmm seasons because i think you know there's sometimes you you gotta end it here and then move on to another thing you know uh even though it's the same type of thing it's a little bit different a little bit tweaked because maybe because i don't know about you but i listened to all the previous seasons of geek in geek out and i go okay you know what? let's change this put this in the next season or let's take it out let's see how this works it's almost an experiment phase you do season after season experiment phase almost like a tv show mm-hmm. you know like when you replace a certain character like, oh, this character's gone, but then you realize the range went down. We're bringing back this character again. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I I've done the same thing where each season I try to change it up and make it different. I tried to switch up, like, oh, am I gonna do more? I like I think season two and season three, I just had special guests. That's all I had. That's all I had was guest. And I look back and I was like, I don't want to keep doing that. I like it, people enjoy it, but I miss talking, just me talking about shit venting whatever and then i like doing topic themed episodes whatever you want to call them so ultimately like season four who the fuck is banging down um (laughs) ultimately like with season four and season five i started you know like okay look i like doing this i like having this i like so i started putting together and experimenting and sometimes when i put out like questionnaires and stuff like that on 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 instagram i don't really get feedback but I do get people, some people are like, oh, yeah, you should keep that or you should take that. So I take that and I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care what they fucking say. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do. But ultimately, I'm like, no, they're right. You know, hey, do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, do a little bit of this. So this formula that I have now is I think will will satisfy me until like I feel like I got to do something different or if I want to add something else. So, so you haven't got to where I got. Where you just say fuck this, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Cause I know I I, I hit that that road that you know where I, I hit the dead end where I'm like, I don't want to keep doing this. Fuck this. I don't think I've hit that yet. I think I've hit where it's like some days I don't want to do an episode because mm-hmm. I've done it and I've realized like fuck if I would have kept going from day one, like onward, I would have had like 130 episodes by now. But I think what is key for me is that I take breaks so I don't get tired. I don't get burnt out with doing the podcast because I've seen people who just constantly just put out episodes week after week or day after day. And it just gets, it gets boring and it gets like, fuck man, I don't want to keep doing this. I'm tired. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. I haven't got to that point. I've gotten to where it's like, I'm going to take a break. I don't want to do an episode today or, Hey, you know, I don't feel like it. But I haven't gotten to that point where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So 
I, maybe yeah. I will. Maybe with the wrong guest on the wrong day, I'll be like, fuck all this shit. I'm done. <laughs> fuck this. This guest pissed me the fuck out. Fuck up. you. You're not a silly goose, you fucking bitch. <laughs> drop the nugget for you guys. Drop the nugget. I was about, I thought, I, I, was, I was thinking who's going to drop that one first, and you did. You did. I'm, I'm glad you did, though. I'm glad I, you I did. Mean, the funny thing is, I won't talk about it on my podcast. But you're doing someone else's. But I will on other people's That's shit. Good. I don't give a fuck. I mean, he's not gonna fucking hear it. I mean, he's fucking spying on my shit. So I'm like, if he listens to this episode, hey man, that's episode for you. That's an episode for me. That's more money in our pocket. Fuck I, thank him. you for the publicity. I love that. I love that. I love the <laughs> fact that you take the model. Um, <laughs> going into it, fake beefs. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> People say we have a fake beef. I think we do, but I think it's out of love. I think it's just like, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll fuck with each other. Fuck it. Dude, every time you or Penny or somebody says some shit about the, I fucking die laughing. And it's different because with the silly goose, he was doing, he did it. And I'm like, okay, it's funny, but it gets annoying after a while. With you guys that do it, it's like, it's funny because it's in a funny way. Or it's like you just randomly doing it. And it catches me and I'm like, I'm fucking laughing. Like when Penny messed up my name for the first time, I laughed. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and usually I don't get I don't get upset when they mess up my name. This one time, no, there's two instances where I do get upset where someone like either fucks up my name or makes fun of the name. Yeah. So one time I was talking to this guy and he was like, I want to start a podcast with my friend. But I think the only reason why he wants to start a podcast is because he wants to shit on me. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, we'll meet at this bar and I'll bring my friend. I met his friend, the most douchiest motherfucker you've ever met. The dude comes in with a black t-shirt, like holes and it, it looked like a fucking like dog ripped up his shirt. He's got like this obnoxious ass fucking tattoo i think of like some aztec uh fucking pyramid or some shit i don't know what the fuck it was he's got an undercut with a little fucking like man bun wearing like a a bomber jacket with his fucking uh girlfriend who's got a fat ass and and this and that and he just comes in just all obnoxious and shit and he he was like well what's the name of your podcast i'm like oh it's called inside the north side podcast and he's like you know what Fuck that. I'm gonna name my podcast Inside the South Side. And I was like, say that again one more time. Damn. <laughs> In my head, I was like, say that again one more time. Oh, I thought like, damn, you really said that shit to him? No, I wanted to, but I was like, you know what? Joke's on you, motherfucker, because one of these days I'm gonna trademark that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna take both those fucking names. You sure? What the fuck? That's what that's the plan. But um, and then another time when people were like inside the north, and I'm like, <laughs> It's not inside the north. It's inside the north. Like I know when you guys do it, it's not, it kind of like slips out. I don't really, I don't mind that. But there's yeah. other people that will do it purposely, knowing that I don't like it because I've said it before. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> How did you come up with the name though? Like, what came up with the idea? Like, because I, I know for podcast name, it's fucking hard, bro. Like, you got to be like, mm-hmm. you know, I know I went through so many fucking names to come out with it. Same thing with Geek and Geek Out. We came out. I, there was so many names thrown out until this one like actually sounded good for us to be like, you know what? That's that's a catchy ass thing. What made you want to call it Inside the Northside Podcast? See, and this is the question why how I think that we, we are really twins telepathically <laughs> because I was thinking about this. So sneak peek, 
at the end of this month, I'm going to do an episode on how to start a podcast. And I was going through it because sometimes I like to talk God to damn myself. It, I don't think of doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm a fucking weirdo. I like to talk to my fucking self. And um, I was breaking down some things. And I came to the point where it's like, okay, we got to talk about names. Um, I don't even remember any of the fucking names that I came up with before. But one day I, I sat there and I was like, what, what am I going to come up with? What's the name? So I started thinking inside the north side. I was like, I'm from the north side. This is my hood. This is where I'm from. And it, it represents Houston, you know, because if you hear any Houston rapper, but it mentions the North side and stuff like that. So I was like inside the North side and I started liking it. And I told her the people and people were like inside the North side podcast. That's fucking dumb. And I'm, I'm like, and I'm like, fuck man. I was like, I really like it. And for a while, it, I didn't know how to feel about it. Mm. And then after a while, I got confident about the name. And I'm like, fuck it, man. This is my name. This is my podcast. This is who I'm from. This is what I'm repping. And now to see it, like, people talking about it, you guys mentioning it, you know, people shouting me out. It's like, fuck yeah, man. I'm proud of my name. And I, I like the name. I, like I said, I don't remember any other fucking names that I came up with. But this is a name that I chose, a name I stuck with. And this is a name that I will forever keep. I don't give a fuck if it's long or not, man. Fuck you. <laughs> I, to be honest, I was like, it is kind of long, but it's, it's a, again, it's unique though. Yeah. Very I mean, unique name, like Inside the North. Like, when I heard like Inside the North Side podcast, what the fuck? And when I went Penny fucked it up, I go, see, that's a little bit better. I go, and I, that, that was the gimmick is always like, let's just fuck it up. Like, that's why I would put it Inside the North Side, Jamaica, Queens, or, you know, Inside. He's the South so confident coast. when he said he's like Inside the North. He's not like Outside the North Coast. He's just so confident saying it. <laughs> I, I thought he fucked up on purpose. And I'm like, oh, fuck him. Let's just keep rolling with this. But it's, it's, it, to me, it's an eye-catching name. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, what show are you doing? Oh, Inside the Northside Podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? It's a pretty long name. I'm like, yeah, check it out. And they're, like, they're doing it. I'm like, oh, shit. It actually is Inside the Northside Podcast. I'm I mean, like, okay. dude, there's fucking podcasters that got longer names than mine. I mean, but I think what it is, is just like, I put my shit out there. Mm-hmm. I'm confident with my name. I don't try to hide it and be like, oh, it's your podcast name. Oh, it's kind of like this. You know, I'm like, fuck it. It's called Inside the Northside Podcast. And funnily, and not funnily, but it was so funny because like my general idea for the podcast was to talk about shit from Houston, like what's going on, uh, uh, news and shit like that. That's what my podcast was going to be about. But it was like, no, you're going to do other shit. So, you know, I had friends on, I had family on and it just kind of like snowballed into something else. So, I mean, I had the name generally because I was going to talk about Houston and stuff, but ultimately it's become its own thing. So. And that's what I I kind of said, like you have your own flavor to it. Like it's, it's unique. Like I haven't heard any other Houston uh, podcaster, but to me, it's unique. You're pioneering the shit. I mean, it's hard dude finding Houston podcasters. There's a couple of them that I know. Shout out to Skip the Noise podcast, Ben, Benji, and Rick. Um, you know, and there's other podcasters out there that you know I don't really know because it's like our community is like I don't know. I think everyone's just kind of like by themselves. They don't really yeah. like to group with anybody. There's a couple of like podcasts, like group meetings that people you know have like my friend Ozio who I found on the podcast he has like his own 
um, thing called Pod Houston, and it's a bunch of podcasters from Houston. They'll get together and they'll talk, workshop shit and stuff like that. I'm yeah. a part of it, but like I don't ever go or do the Zoom meetings because it's just like it's on random days. But he told me himself, he's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to like build a podcast community here in Houston because it's like everybody kind of is scared to um, collaborate with everybody. Everyone's just like, I don't want to do that or I don't want to go all the way over here and, and talk this, you know, so I feel like everybody's scared here. And then, you know, I've worked with podcasters myself who I've produced and I've seen it like I, it, it's a testament to like what I'm saying, like everyone just kind of wants to do their own thing. Nobody wants to fuck with everybody else. Everyone's just like, you know, I, I don't want to do that. With me, it's different. It's like, yeah, I want to collab with you. Hey, we're in the same fucking city, man. I don't care if you're in fucking Pasadena. I don't care if you're in Beaumont. I don't care if you're in Katy. I don't care if you're in the fucking woodlands. Like, I let's meet up. Let's talk. Let's conversate. Let's be podcasts. Let's let's break bread. Let's fucking eat. You know, let's do something. Um, but like when I noticed you guys in LA, it's like that's what I, I, I crave for. You yeah. know, it's you. It, it's it's kickback. It's 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 uh, talking again. It's profile pod. It's all you guys are just so cool with each other. And some of the other podcasters that I know in LA, they, they, they like hanging out with people, you know, and they like commuting and just being friends. It's like not, out here, it's not like that. Like I'm barely starting to meet other Houston podcasters, but like I said, I crave what you guys have. You well, know, it took I told time, Chris, though. you know, it took time. Like it wasn't like that. Yeah. Like, I, I think mean, like when I, when I hear you say that, I'm like, it took time. A lot of us weren't fucking with each other, maybe collabing here and there, but it was kind of more like I'm collabing because I see your followers and I want to go on there and, and you know, for my interest. Yeah. It's, it, I, and recently I've noticed it's more like, you know, everyone, everyone now fucks with each other out outside of it. We seek each other's advice. You know, it, it's may, I, th- I want to say maybe a handful of people have my personal number. Other than that, they reach me on Instagram and like even Chris goes, you hit me up on Instagram. You, you know, personally, I'll reply to you straight out. Yeah. You know, um, I've always been about the workshop thing because my mentality has always been like here, especially between two youths. If you blow up, you blow up. But I know you, you know, I'll be, I can always say like, I had him on the show. I'm happy. Like, I'm not going to hate. Like you blew up, you blow up. You earned it. You know, you know, yeah. like, my, my objective is my objective. was always going to be number one is to make sure the Ram alcoholics, the Ramley network goes up, blows up. Yeah. But if I can contribute to kickback blowing up, or talking in podcasts or profile TV or, or Rancy or Ramos or any other podcast or O'Keefe of the podcast, Dipsomaniacs. If, it, if I can contribute in any way possible, I'm, I'm glad I did. Yeah. And for, and for me, dude, for me, it's like, it's the same, but my mentality is that if I like, say if I were to blow up, you know, from our interview, I'm going to be like, fuck it. You're coming with me, man. It's like, I can't, it's like, I can do this. I can't do this on my own, man. I have to have somebody there with me, you know, like, you have like I said, if I were to blow up, I was like, I'd take you, Jose, you know, kick back, you know, uh, skip the noise. It's like, you guys are coming with me. It's like, it's not just going to be me. It's like, we, like Adam Sandler with, you know, with David Spade and all them. We're all going to yeah. eat. We're all going to eat. You know, nobody's going to go fucking hungry, bro. It's like, we all work hard at doing this. People don't understand how hard it is podcasting. It doesn't, they don't understand how hard this shit is. They think it's all, oh, I'm just going to press book and play and, and talk shit and drink wine and shit. No, it's like, no motherfucker. This shit is hard. It, it actually, it really it's hard, man. I spent nights and, and fucking days and hours trying to figure out 
you know, who am I going to have on the podcast? Uh, what do I have to do? Do I have to do this? Do I, it, it pisses pisses my girlfriend off because she's like, you're so busy with your stuff. You don't have time to do it. And I'm like, I have time. It's like, I have time to go out. I have time to play video games. I have time to work. I have time to do this. But when it's like, if it's go time for me for this podcast, I'm going to sit here on my laptop. I'm going to do my flyers. I'm going to edit. I'm going to promote. I'm going to put this shit out because it's like, this is what I love to do. And if I can help promote somebody else or if I can, you know, do someone else's podcast in the meantime, it's like, why not? It's like, this is, this is what, like I said, this is my substitute, my second chance for not being a musician. It's yeah. like, I'm going to go hard in this shit. I'm going to go hard in the fucking paint, man. You know? And that's something I respect about you because you, you just named everything you did. You, you know, the flyers, the editing, the social media, your social media games are like, to me, it's like, it's on point. Like the fact that you repost me or someone, you know, kick back, talking again, you know, ranting Ramos, all these guys. And I'm like, this fool, how you got all that time? Cause I'm just, I, I like, and I agree with Chris. I feel bad if I'm not reposting on people's shit. And it's not that I'm not listening. It's not that I don't like their stuff. Like I'm busy doing the flyers for episode 201 right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a lot of people like, uh, noticed that I spent the whole week not posting shit on two youths because I was focusing on episode 200, but now people don't even know that I had all the flyers done for episode 200. I was already prepping for 201. Mm-hmm. So when when uh, when I see you going, oh, you know, check this one out, I'm like, how the fuck you got time? Because I know you're doing the same shit I'm doing. How the fuck you got time to rep another podcast? Be like, hey, check this guy out. Dude, I don't sometimes got that time. I have, sometimes I have like, okay, so I use this website. And I'm gonna put it out here. Shoot, it's shoot called it. um, it's called promo cards, and it's from Spotify. So what you can do is they'll make like a little promo card. Of course, you've seen it when I put my podcast yeah. on there. Sometimes I'll save y'all's like pro- promo cards, and I'll post it out there. Like, dude, I'm a truck driver, so sometimes I have individual time, or sometimes I like to fuck off and just not do anything. It's like, yeah. oh, you need to go to this. For-. I'm like, I got like fucking thirty minutes. But the thing that Ozil told me. It's like every day, if you have it, spend 15 minutes on, on, on social media, repost, post about your podcast. You know, if you're listening to somebody, like I said, reshare it. Like I said, I'm always listening to you. I'm listening to Geekin. I'm listening to Jose, Kickback, Easymo, Skip the Noise, you know, Profile. I, I, so it's like, hey, once I'm done, I want to put it out there for everybody else to listen. Yeah. And for me, it only takes a couple seconds. But like I said, Chris has said the same thing where he's like, he's felt bad. And it's like, don't feel bad. It's just like, I understand you guys have different times and sometimes some people just can't do it. But for me, it's like, I take that to heart where it's like 15 minutes. Sometimes it turns into 30 minutes. Sometimes it turns into an hour because like I'm resharing shit or I'm doing something else. And it's just sometimes like I've told Jose, I felt that I was doing something wrong when I did, when I started doing this shit, because I started noticing other podcasts weren't doing it. And I was like, am I, do, am I fucking up? Am I, am I trying to be like a black sheep in the podcast game? Because no one else is posting shit. Nobody else is reposting podcasters that they listen. So when I told Ozil, he's like, no, man, that's great. That's fine. It's like, it's good to get other people's exposure that you listen to. If you think that they're great, reshare them. I mean, fuck it. You know, it, why, why keep it all to myself when I can share it with everybody yeah. else? You know, it's, and the other thing too, is I've always grown up with my parents have always told me treat others the way you want to be treated. So if I want to, if I want people to share my shit or repost my shit, then, you know, I got, I got to do the same thing for them, you know? Yeah. And sometimes, like I said, I don't expect you guys to do it. I know 
you're busy, you work. I know Chris is busy. You know, I know Jose's busy. So I don't expect it. But I know that you guys are like, hey, you appreciate it. You know? Oh, hell yeah. I appreciate the fuck out of it, bro. When I see it, I always share it to the guys like, yo, he posted it. And then especially the geek, the, the geek in, geek out gang gang. I'm like, dude, yo, inside the Northside Jamaica Queens, just hit us up. And then I all went in and I also I'll snap a picture of him and like, here, this, this is what he did. He's like, oh, fuck, we gotta, we gotta shut him out. We gotta shut him out. Same thing on, you know, Ram Alcoholics. I always try to mention your name. To me, the my best thing is to, to try to mention the podcast name, especially for the listeners. Be like, yo, you gotta check this one out. That's how I want to do it. I know with Chris, we try to do the whole, you know, we should in, in um, increment our not increments, add our own little commercials inside everyone else's podcast. Like, for example, mm-hmm. like, Let's say, you know, me and you're doing the interview and we do, I, I can put it like a, and I'll pause at it and then talk it again. Fidel's in the commercial, like, hey, check out for, you know, talking in podcasts, da, 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 all that stuff. But we tried doing that. For some reason, we stopped because we're so busy. Like we're doing everything around, you know, a lot of these guys are the main heads of their own show. So they got to be getting everything ready for their own episode. And I don't got time. Like I said, I'm doing JMB Reboxing, Geek In. The rambling, you know, I'm I'm always helping out whenever I can. So I'm like, I I spread myself so thin that I do feel bad. I'm like, fuck, I should hit this. I should repost it. Yeah, I'm gonna repost the shit. But then I get distracted. Like, oh, I gotta work on the I gotta work on the flyer. I gotta work on the video. <laughs> oh fuck, you know what? I I was thinking about working on the new sound. Let me go work on this new sound. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I understand too. Like, I'll spend hours, dude, just fucking like doing flyers and shit like that. And it's not just flyers for like one episode i'll do flyers for fucking people i have booked for two months from now because no it's way. like i want to have that shit ready so where it's not like i don't know what's gonna i don't know what happens what's going to happen any other day you know it, like i could have a podcast with somebody and they're like oh i gotta drop out that's like fuck or it's like they want to do it sooner so it's like fuck i have my flyers ready i have all this ready so all i gotta do is just download it on my phone and then just share it on instagram cool. but i try to be prepared Cause like, like I said, I, I know, I don't ever know. Like I have people scheduled. I check with them every week. Like I have two people scheduled for next month. I check in with them. Hey, we're still good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, couple weeks from now, we're still good. Yeah. 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 You know, all right. Hey, the week before here's your flyers post it when you can promote it. Here's this and that, you know, but constantly I'm working on here. It pisses her off. And <laughs> it's just like, I'm that. here. I was about to ask that. Cause I know like, Personally, with me and my wife, like my wife, I, my wife, I love her to death. Mm-hmm. But I know, I, I know, there's a little bit of a strain because I do this stuff. And she's very supportive of what I do, but I know there's a strain, and I always have to make that time. What about with you? Like, how how does your girl take the fact that you're, you know, well known podcaster out here doing this <laughs> doing, doing this thing? I think she, under, I think she sees that I try to, I keep myself busy because like I have to, or like you know, but. <laughs> I, I like to keep myself busy because it's like, I feel if like, if I don't do anything, I, I, I'm a lazy person. I'm going to say that I'm a lazy person, but I, I can fucking lay down all day and look at my phone and do shit like that. I will. But with the podcast, it keeps me busy because it's like, you know, Hey, I got to do flyers or Hey, I got to edit or Hey, um, I got to repost this or Hey, I got to do that. And she was like, you don't have to. And I'm like, I don't have to, but I want to, I was like, yeah. I like this. This is, this is my thing. You know, like I told people, this is my second job. This is my part-time job. Yeah, I get paid a penny per listen, so what? But if you do something, don't ever do something. What's it called? 
if you do something, do it wholeheartedly, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so with this podcast, I'm going to do 100%. And I'm going to put my focus into it. Yeah, like I said, sometimes I will get wrapped up in it, but uh, sometimes I'm just like, ah, I'm good. You know, I, I got enough flyers. <laughs> I did all my little uh, loops and shit like that. I'm good. You know, I don't have to edit. That's why I stopped recording on Fridays. That's why I do it like on a Wednesday or Thursday or a Monday because sometimes they can't do it on Fridays, the guest. So it's like, hey, when are you when are you good? Oh, I'm good on Tuesday at, at seven o'clock. Okay, hey, let's do it. That gives me enough time to edit. I put it up on anger, schedule it. You know, if I got to work in the flyers a little bit, I will. And then I got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, Saturday's the, the go hard day where it's like I got to push it out. But I got four days to just relax. So, you know, I, I try to uh, schedule or make things easier. You know what I'm trying? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I, I get you on that. Like, and I said, this, when it comes to scheduling, believe me, like right now, like I'm doing, we're doing this. I know I got at least a day to do all the editing I need to do and the flyers I got to work in and then release date. But then at the same time, I got to work on geek in stuff for mm-hmm. this week. Like this whole week, I'm like straight packed. I got, I got you today. Uh, I got to work on the flyer for, for Geek and Geek Out, work on the flyer for Rambling, and then do the set stuff, everything. Like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Okay, what, what's the current events? You know, all right, cool. We're going to put fan question this week? All right, we'll do fan question this week. And then to come up with the topic list with the guys for Geek and Geek Out while mm-hmm. I'm still doing this with you right now. <laughs> and I still got to go be a good husband because I, yeah, I, I fucked up on Sunday night coming home drunk. So I still got to make up for the Sunday night debacle. So I got to be a good husband while I'm doing everything for the rambling alcoholics. And that's why I said, I just, why I understand if you can't do certain things. I mean, you, you literally have like your own production thing. I mean, you have your own production industry, geeking, rambling, you know, Miss Kitty, you know, the JMB, the fever on the pitch. You've got like seven, eight different podcasts that you, you, you work on. So it's like, I understand this, but, you're fucking your boss, man. You're doing shit. You know, you, you got, you're fucking, uh, which, uh, you're not P Diddy, which, what are you, not P Diddy. What's don't his name? Me, don't call me Diddy. Don't call me Diddy. Don't, don't <laughs> what's his, uh, what's his name from, uh, from death row? I forgot his name. Suge Knight? Oh, fuck yeah, you oh, are Suge Knight. You are fucking Suge Knight. And it's heyday. Now, right now, because Suge Blind right now. Suge Knight from like the heyday. I'm Suge. You, you know, you're the Suge Knight, bro. You got this shit unlocked. Fucking rambling is death row. You know, <laughs> that you know what? <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna start working on rambling the road. I'm gonna start making medallions now. Um, <laughs> no, to be honest, like the biggest compliment I got uh was from a podcast saying, like, you know, I, and to me, I've always I've always considered myself a small time podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to mention it because I don't want to cause beef, but I, I went to do his show and he said straight out, like, hey, like giving you a heads up, like what you're doing, everyone's looking at what you're doing. And we're all we're all we're all rooting for your success. We're all wow. hoping you make it, because what whenever you're doing it, we're like, okay, he's doing it. We're gonna follow through with it. And and I, I've noticed, and I've and I've had podcasters hit me. I'm gonna be like, hey, how do you do the merch stuff? I'm like, oh, it's easy. Here you go, boom. And I found people that, that they find it very shocking that I'm willing to give them like the game plan. I'm like, dude, this is this isn't nothing new, bro. Like, I wish there was someone like me to teach me the stuff that I I'm down. Like, if you hit me up, I'm like, hey. Hi, how do I go about this? I would go like this. I'd love to have to be a confidant for somebody, which I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very, uh, like, you know, kickback in me, always exchange notes. But like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Well, fuck it. Let's do it. Do it this way. Penny's one of those guys. I wish I had that when I came up. 
So to me, that's the that's my avenue to help everyone else out. But I found that very complimentary when they said, "Look, we're all rooting for you. What you're doing, you're you're setting the trend. We're seeing how how it goes, and if it works for you, we're gonna implement it on our shit too." And I'm yeah. starting and I'm starting to see it with different podcasts doing it. I'm like, okay, well, I did that like six months ago. Okay, okay, I, I see the influence what I'm doing. So I'm going out as, as as I'm doing my shit. Everyone else is watching it and they're all following it. And this doesn't mean being egotistical. This is okay. They're like, I, I guess a trendsetter and then some like setting the trend and everyone's going to follow through with it. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, when, you know, Chris and, and you are saying like, Oh man, he, you know, he's doing this and that and people are going to you and you're setting a trend. Like, I mean, I'm rooting for you. I mean, I'm rooting for all of us yeah, I mean, okay. we're all rooting for each other, you know? And you know, like I said, I wish I had somebody like when I was, when I had the silly goose, you know, when I was cool with him, I told him, I wish I had somebody who was two and a half years in, you know, teaching me and, 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 and guiding me like, Hey man, don't do that. Hey, like, Hey, why don't you try to do this? I wish I had somebody, but I had to do this on my own and I learned, but I wouldn't trade it for, for anything else. I I'm glad that I learned this shit on my own and I went through whatever I, if I went through the trenches, I did. You know, I'm I'm still might be in there, but I'm a fucking vet, dude. I'm I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can. But like I said, sometimes I wish I did have somebody. But I think that would have taken away from the flavor that I have now from my podcast. There you go. It would have been so different. It would have been like influenced by whoever would have influenced me if I did have somebody. But it's my shit. It's like I don't I didn't have nobody to fucking tell me. It's like I did this shit on my own, you know. And you are saying trend because I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm. I'm heavily influenced by you when it comes to the T-Utes. Because I don't know what I'm doing with T-Utes. Like, when it comes to the interview process, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't need... Like, after I'm done here, I'll be like... I'll, my wife will be like, well, how do you go? I, th- I, I fucked up. Like, I'm very... <laughs> no. Like, I'm very not... I'm not comfortable. I'm not confident. Like, when I had Adrian on, and I go, hey, you know, we did good. And, and I hit him up, like, a couple of days later. Like, hey, were you good? Like, were you good in the interview? Like, I, I felt like I, I was not allowing you to do so. Or I hit up, you know, his friend Pedro. Like, hey, did he was the interview okay? Like, I'm not confident with myself. So I I always look to to you, to Profile TV, to uh, Fidel, Chris. Like, I look to a lot of other podcasters that do the interview process because to me, I'm not confident when I'm doing this shit. So to me, you guys are the trendsetters when it comes to this because I'm following your guys's lead and how you guys process the interview, how you guys do it, how you guys time it, all these questions. Because it was up to me, it would just be shooting the shit, which I'm doing right now, but. Uh, to me, I have I kind of have the mentality of where I want to take this interview. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not gonna go here. Let's go here then. No, man. But I mean, it it's really good as far as right now. It's good. I've listened to several of the two youth episodes, and I'm like, it's good. You you should have more confidence in yourself and be like, if you feel like you're not doing it right, you probably are doing it right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, like I said, I, Chris is good. Chris is he's really good interviewing. Like I said, like he told me, he's like. You're one of like the best interviews that I've heard. And I'm like, the fuck? You are, bro. You are. You know, and it's like, I don't think that of myself. I think that like I'm subpar. I'm like, I don't got no fucking interviewing skills, but I think it's just the curiosity and the the me being genuine and like wanting to know about the cheese mail about some of these people, you know? Yeah. But like I said, you're you're doing really good, dude. Two youth is good. And like I'm excited for what's in store for the future. I mean, for you and for everything oh hell yeah i'm I'm excited to me i love doing this i've always liked doing this i love interviewing people you know now like i've always that was always the thing i want to interview people 
you know, because I've gotten to meet so many people I don't think I've ever would have known. Like, I wouldn't have known who the fuck you are if it wasn't for this podcast. I'd be like, what the fuck is inside the north side? Well, that's a long fucking name. What the fuck's up with this kid having a long yeah. name? And then it really just, it, the seeds were planted with with Jose and, and, and uh, uh, Sprouts Boy. You I can, you can say it. his name. is cool. Well, well, Mega Man, Mega Man. The yeah. seeds really sprouted with those two. If I didn't have those two guys on, I wouldn't have met Andy. Well, not met personally, but I wouldn't have followed his profile pod page. I wouldn't have, you know, found Geek and Geek Out. I wouldn't have found Rambling. I wouldn't have found Chris. I wouldn't have found anybody. But because of those two, I am where I am right now talking to you. And I have this this bond and this this sort of friendship with you guys. No, so, hell yeah. Yeah, I really think those two guys, I mean... They said it. I mean, like I said, my one year anniversary with doing my episode with Jose felt like so long ago, but we built like a friendship and, and I trust him and he trusts me and we, we were good on good terms where it's like, we just shoot the shit. And it's like, I felt so long ago, but it's like, we've only just met for a year. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Because you're in the struggle with him. You're, you're in the grind with him. You know, you got... I think what makes us very close as podcasters is that we're all doing the same thing differently though, because we all have our own diverse style, our own way of podcasting, but we're all in this fucking, in this community together. So we know the struggle. We know about the whole, you know, trying to get the flyers done before the episodes out, the audio to, you know, technical difficulties type stuff. We know it. So we respect, we respect it. Yeah. And that, that kind of creates that brotherhood, like in a sense with all the podcasters, like I, respect the hell out of these guys and what they're doing you know the same way and vice versa they respect what i'm doing and and as long as the respect's there you're, you're it's a brotherhood yeah exactly to exactly me, that's crazy though so what is the one fan well, not one fan one guest you want to get like what's your goal to like you already said you want to be you want to keep it you want to be relevant you want to keep uh keep going and all that stuff what is your Number one go-to guest. Like you want this is the guest you want. This is your goal. Well, what's your five-year plan? My five-year plan is to hopefully have Paul Wall, Shit. Chris Perez, who is the late husband of Selena. Um Damn. fucking Shiner, Shiner uh, Brewery. Okay. Um to hopefully, I don't know, make it to 200 maybe 300 episodes like you guys mm-hmm. um and then i think the fifth thing would be my in my five-year plan would to be fucking i mean monetized where it's like i don't have to truck drive anymore it's like i can fucking uber if i want and i'm like fuck that i don't even need to uber it's like i can do this all day and just get paid for it that's like the ultimate goal i mean to be honest you know I think that's for all of us, really. Oh, it's hell like, yeah. We all don't want to fucking work anymore. We just oh. want to do this. <laughs> you tell me I get paid to just drink whiskey and just shoot the shit with my buddies? Fuck yeah. Sign I want to be me. like, hey, Sign yo. I want to be like, hey, yo, I want to go to fucking LA. Give me a fucking trip to LA so I can go hang out with so-and-so. We can do an episode. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, here you go. And yeah. Or go hang, like, you know? I'll be like, yo, yo, no, hold on. Let me let me call my let me call my private jet. Let me get my pilot. I'm going to go fly to Houston right now. I'm going to see you in three hours, bro. Hold on. I'm going to see you in three hours. <laughs> Because of course I'm the cult leader and I gotta be the richest one here in the group. <laughs> so I'll be like, yo, hold on, bro. Let, let me let me talk to my pilot. I got I got the G5 waiting. I'll let, you know, I'm gonna tell him to fuel it up. I'm gonna go see you in Houston in a couple hours. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, the goal is to get monetized. I mean, I know it's gonna take some time and I know it's gonna take a hell of a lot of work, 
but I'm up for it. I mean, finding sponsors, finding guests. Like, I know I can get fucking Paul Wall, but this motherfucker is fucking just like Paul too Paul. busy with doing shit. So it's like, if I'm not going to get Paul Wall, I'm going to get Jingle Bling. <laughs> Damn. I mean, either way, those those are hitters right there. Paul, I mean, Paul oh my yeah. God, dude, I fucking, dude, I remember when he first came But out. he's here. But I mean, he, they all live here. It's like, we have heavy hitters here, man. It's like, you know, Slim Thug's around sometimes, Bun B's around sometimes. Yeah. Like, I guess you could say one of the goal is to, like, interview these hip-hop Houston legends, man. Ooh. You know, it'd be so fucking dope to just be like, interview these guys and just, like, pick the brains out of them that some people don't. Because I, I, I listen to, like, other podcasters. I've had, like, Chingo Bling or, or Paul Wall. They they'll do shit like that, but it's like I want to know, like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking when you were in high school? Did you ever think you were gonna be this successful Houston legend? You know that that's like my that's my goal. Like, I want to interview these people, but I also want to like interview fucking uh, music legends of like growing up that I grew up with. Like, <laughs> you know, I've reached out to some celebs. I didn't get any fucking message back, but it's like okay. Just give me another year or two. I'll, I'll reach out again, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, you know? That's the thing. To me, you're going to get there. You, the way you're going, the way you're, ro- the way you're driving right now, this bu- this car, you're going to get there. They're going to respond to you. Like, you're unique. Like I, like I mentioned, like I sucked you off in the first hour. You're <laughs> fucking unique. You have flavor. And if over here in the West Coast, we're noticing you, believe me, they're going to start noticing because you're doing everything different. You're collabing. You want to, you know, you you're you're down to help out. You're down to fuck, you know, you're down to fuck around too. People are gonna get are gonna hear that. Over here, like over here with us, we know about you. That's why when you come out here, we're gonna fucking show you that love. Over yeah. there with you, they're gonna find out because no no one's doing what you're doing right now. Yeah. That, Soon enough, you're gonna get the response from these celebs. That's my goal, man. Another another one of my goals is to be kind of like the one of the top podcasters in Houston. I know. Some people have said it as a joke, but it's like, no, I want to be in the top fucking five or the top 10 where it's like inside the Northside podcast. What the fuck? I remember this dude when he was fucking interviewing his fucking cousin and doing some stupid skits and shit like that. This guy's like in the top five podcast in Houston. You know, that that's my goal. It's like, I want people, I want it to be where I go to my fucking 30 year reunion in high school and motherfuckers know me and then be like, Fucking suck, fucking suck my dick. Oh my <laughs> top five podcaster in Houston. And it's like, oh, not, the the, not even the not even the top ten. I want to be fucking. I know Mega Man has said it, but I want to be on fucking Joe Rogan's podcast and just start fucking just it's like, hold on, Joe. I got a whole list of fucking people I need to fucking shout out and just shout everybody, <laughs> dude. 2025, bro. 2025. <laughs> gotta go 2025. We're in 2022. You got time. Three years. I mean. He lives in Austin. It's not that. It's not that far away. That so I mean, that, that that's. I think that's everyone's goal. But like, if that was possible for me to be like on Joe Rogan, it'd be cool. I mean, like, but I would show love to everybody that that's been with me along the way. See, Blake. So I think those are realistic goals. Like the 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 Paul Wall, the Chingo Blings, yeah, uh, whatever the celebrities you probably hit up. Those are realistic. To me, like when I hear like when I hear Joe Rogan, and it's not an insult or anything like that, like. 
Bro, Joe Rogan's had motherfucking like yeah, Nobel no. Peace, Peace Prize fucking people. This motherfucker's had athletes. Like to me, if I were to see you on Joe Rogan, like if one day I'm here in the Ramble Studios and I'm like editing an episode from the night before and I click and I see your fucking mug right there, I go, you fucking made it. <laughs> you fucking made it. You personally intrigued Joe Rogan and want to have you on your show. It wasn't your Instagram followers. It wasn't, it wasn't the fake beefs. It wasn't. It was your fucking content that this fucker's like, I want him on the show. Because he could easily have Neil deGrasse Tyson. He could have Michael Bisping, Conor McGregor, all these other guys. But he chose to sit it down and smoke a joint with you. You, yeah, must, I mean, you must be doing something right because he's not going just for you. Because like, oh, you know, I I, I heard I heard, I heard, heard he has almost 5,000 followers. I might have him on. No, it ain't that. Your content's got to be the sickest shit that this fucker has, will stop and tell Jamie Foxx, Jamie, hold the fuck on. I'm going to have Inside the Northside podcast this week. I mean, I feel like I could. I feel like with my content, not trying to fucking, you know, whack myself off, but it's like, Do it I think one day, I think I one day I could just be like, hey, Joe, check out my shit. You know, if you don't like it, that's cool. And I think, I think he would be intrigued with, with talking with somebody who feels the same way and just wants to pick their brains and shit like mm-hmm. that. Because it was like, I would like to pick his brain about like, I mean, what are you going through? What is your mind going through when like you interview these people who just won like a, a fucking title, you know, in, in MMA? Or what were you thinking when these people were doing shit on fucking Fear, fear Factor? It's like, what was going through your mind? Mm. And I think he would be intrigued with that. But like, I mean, who knows? It's it sounds impossible, but nothing isn't nothing is impossible if you work hard for it. Oh no, hard hard work trumps it. But but you also gotta have skills though. And yeah. you have both. You have the you have the the hard work and dedication, but you got the skills. There's there are people that can work hard all their lives, put out five thousand so allegedly five thousand episodes. Do <laughs> all that. You be the you yourself um, be the self proclaimed hardest working motherfucker in in the business. <laughs> but if you don't got the skills, you're just gonna be like the rest of everyone else that watching people like you. On Joe Rogan, yeah, There's, you get me there. Like I've I've always said, and I've learned that in boxing, like you can be the hardest working guy in the gym. You can be hitting the speed bag, going rounds on the bag, but when you step in the ring with someone that has the skills and the hard work in them, you're gonna fucking lose to them. Exactly. Hard, hard work can get you only so far. You gotta have the skills to do it, and you exactly. have both. And I'm that's and this is me sucking you up. You have both, bro. Exactly, man. I'm fucking De La Hoya in this fucking uh, cross-stretching no, gear, man. No, you're not De La Hoya, bro. You're not. Don't say you're De La Hoya. You're not De La Hoya. I know. I know. Don't, okay, I, okay, I know why. You're not De La Hoya, bro. But no, you you have the skills and you have the hard work. And I see, I see you hustling out there on Instagram. I see the episodes you're dropping. They're getting better and better and better. So you have the skills, bro. Like I said, and then, you know, people can take that. I, I I threw a jab. I did. I threw a hard jab. But you can be hardworking all you want. But if you don't have the skills, you're not going to make it. Exactly, man. Like I said, these same skills that I have now is the same ones that I had when I was in a band. I took care of social media. So I made the flyers. I promoted. I was the one that got the fucking shows for these guys. They won't admit it. But if you you were to talk to them one-on-one... Like, yeah, he did get us. He did get us these shows. He did kind of like reach out. No, I got these fucking shows, man. I got us fucking paid. One of the, the last band that I was in, I got us fucking paid $400, man. You know, we fucking sold tickets, pre sale tickets. We got people in the fucking seats. 
and we got paid. You know, it was kind of shitty that we had to pay the fucking bass player because he didn't even show up. He had night court, whatever. But, you know, ultimately I was like, yeah, I got us a paid gig. You know, I got us to fucking play on a, on a, on a Japan, on a Japan band, metal band, who was their first U.S. tour. You know, there's this girl. Yeah. Um, I forgot what their names was, but it's been a long time. But she was like, hey, I'm looking for a band that will, you know, we'll play with this band that's coming for their first U.S. tour. And I was like, fuck it, we'll do it. We don't have the same musical genre, but it's still a great opportunity. And like, these dudes are fucking sick, man. I mean, they were just hardcore Japanese metal dudes. And we're just like some pop alternative, whatever bullshit that the guy was playing. But it's like, yeah, I did that because I worked hard and I reached out. None of these other guys were going to do that shit. That's why I took care of the social media. But I did the flyers. Like I said, I, I I put shit out there. So that same hard work mentality that I did for that and that I've had the, my whole life, I put into this. So that's like, that's why I can reach out to like Sivani Quintanilla, who's, you know, the nephew of Selena, or I can reach out to fucking all these other people. Hey, man, you know, and it's like, I work hard because I put shit into this. I put my shit into yeah. this. So but you're also confident in the skills you got to interview these people. And it, it took a while for that. It took yeah. a while. I was never a confident person. I was always shy. I, you know, I was always just negative about myself. Like I said, I got bullied a lot when I was a kid and I just, my self-esteem was very low until I got into an adult and I started saying, fuck it, you know, and I, my self-esteem rose and I, I got better, you know, playing in bands and doing this. So it's like, it's like my self-esteem is like where I should have been when I was in fucking school, but it's like, okay, I mean, I had to work through that and, it, you know, but it's like, hey, fuck it. I had to go through that. I had to go through that, you know. You had to go, you had to go through that to become the man you are today. Yes. I had Without to get fucking that, picked you, on. <laughs> you, had to, you had to build, you had, you had to build up the tough skin that you have now. Because if not, you would have been a soft bitch. I mean, sometimes I can be. I'm not going to lie. I can be kind of sensitive I, sometimes. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I, you know, I can you know, be a I, pussy I sometimes. Soft. Yeah, same here. But but going through what you went through built you the way you are. And yeah. it's okay to be soft. It's okay. It's okay to once in a while be like, oh, that hurt my feelings. You know, but you had to go through all the stuff you had to go through in high school to get picked on. Exactly. You know, so you are, but you, you came out of it a better man. There's other people that would have crippled them, mentally crippled them, and they never would have recovered. Exactly. You took it and look at where you are now. Look what you're doing. You're on to you. Exactly. And, you know, and I feel like I'm the only person in my fucking school that had a podcast. I don't know any other motherfucker I was that I went to school with or that I graduated with that doesn't have a fucking podcast. I mean, there's one guy, he's a sports announcer, but he's cool, but he doesn't like high school. But still, he don't have a fucking podcast. He reached out to me. He was like, hey, man, how I start a podcast? And I was like, I'll produce it for you. You never reached back. But it's like, I've, I personally, I feel like I'm the only motherfucker that I know that went that I went to school with. That has a podcast. None of these motherfuckers can do it. You know, they all got fucking kids or they're in college debt or whatever. So they don't have time. And it's like, I'm the one that's got a podcast, motherfucker. You know, I thought the I thought the same thing when you were talking about that with Chris about if you who in high school is doing what you're doing. And so far, I can't recall anybody. I can't recall. Maybe someone who listens in high school will be like, no, so and so does it. But I can't recall anybody else doing what I'm doing. Like who, or, who the fuck? I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Like I've and I, I look around. You know, I, I still. Like, I mean, I don't talk to people I talk in high school, but I've, I don't see them doing stuff like that. Some mm-hmm. of them started families. Some of them are, 
you know, living in other countries and in the States or locked up or dead, then none of them are doing podcasts. I have not seen it or heard it. So I, I, like I said, if they listen tonight, they'll be like, oh shit, you know, no, it's fucking piece of shit's a liar. Like so-and-so does <laughs> You know, it's like, I, come on the fucking podcast and let's talk shit. Come on. My my brother's friends have asked me, like, how do you go about doing a podcast? I go, all right, well, you got time. I'll I'll teach you. And they never hit me up. So that's you don't have time. That means you don't <laughs> got time. Because again, I'm down to share it. Like, yeah, do this, do this, do that. You know, same yeah. thing with my uh, my wife's uh, business. You know, one of the doctors she does billing for, her husband wants to do one. He, he, he reached out and goes, I want to do a podcast. All right, cool. Like, you want to, you know, go to a bar, go to a Starbucks, and I'll go, th- I'll go through the list of stuff you can get and all affordable stuff. Just It's a starter kit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to you. Crickets, I haven't heard it. You know, yeah. it, so we'll see. That's why, like I said, I want to start, I want to do an episode. My episode at the end of this month is going to be a how to start a podcast. It's not going to be like, so you want to be a podcaster? It's not that. It's like, <laughs> how to start a podcast and I'm going to go through everything individually. I'm going to hit it hard and be honest, man. You know, cause like you said, do you have time? People just want to like, Oh no, you need to have time. Motherfucker. You need to know that. Are you available on this day? Can you make the time available? Do you have kids? Do you not? Mm-hmm. It's like, I know somebody, you know, two friends of mine, nothing matters podcast. You know, it's my, it's my girlfriend's cousin and her best friend. They started the podcast and it's like, oh, you know, we're just going to do this weekly. We're going to drink wine and talk stuff and whatever this and that. Now it's come to the point where it's like her friend is now fucking her brother and she's out here going to Puerto Rico or going here and doing this. And I told her, I was like, hey, you need to make sure that you're 100% in this because if you're not 100% in this and you don't have the dedication, this is not going to work. You need to talk to your co-host and say, hey. You need to make time. If you don't want to make time for this, let me know so I can move on and start something fresh or keep going with a podcast or do something else because that's really, it's really hard. That's why I don't have a co-host because I can never depend on anybody. So it's like, don't, don't, don't give me a co-host. (laughs) Take it from me, don't, don't. (laughs) So that's why it's like, no, I I can do this because I know I have time. I don't have to tell my friend hey dude you you know are you free on friday can you come at eight o'clock it's like no it's like i know i have time so that's like i said but this with that podcast episode and i'm gonna go into details i'm gonna be really honest because like i said i wish i had somebody who was that to me so it's like i can do the same for people but it's like in a loving way so it's like look there's tons of podcasts out there but there's tons i mean you know, like I said, you need the dedication for one because you don't want to be these ones that just do six episodes and then just Bounce. dine and dash. So you got to you know? be patient, though. You get that's the thing. You got to be patient with doing podcasting. That's something that I, I I learned through doing all these podcasts because I was like, oh, the number should be up, and then when and they weren't, I'm like, fuck, they suck. And and it, and it kind of took uh one of my friends to be like, dude, take your time. It's gonna gain traction. It's good. It's gonna gain traction. Don't worry about it. Take your time. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Sooner or later, some somebody's gonna like your shit and then repost it, or someone's gonna recommend your shit to somebody and then watch it's snowball effect. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be, but we're so obsessive though. We want to be insta famous, want to be famous right away. You know, we don't want to work hard to it. Like, like you and all the other podcasts we mentioned throughout this whole episode, they've worked hard. It wasn't just one post made it for them. It's constantly doing it on you know posting new stuff 
doing skits, posting new episodes, posting trailers, posting samples, doing this, doing that. It takes time. It, 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 you know, you didn't become famous just on just one episode. No, yeah, nobody it, does that. I mean, nobody. It's not even fucking Jake Paul or Ron Paul or whatever the ones that, you know, he's already famous, but it's like nobody listens to his fucking podcast. But it, it takes time, you know, people know who he is, but they're not going to listen to him because he's too busy fucking boxing, whatever. Like you said, it, it nobody's going to do one episode and blow up, you know. I constantly look at the numbers. I looked at some of the numbers for my last season, and I was really surprised that the number one and number two episodes. Number two was the conspiracy theory episode that I did with my girlfriend and her brother, which I eventually checked out because <laughs> I was just like, I'm over this fucking episode. But the one that really surprised me was my my last one, my season finale, where I talked about the drama shit. And I was like, this episode got fucking this many listens? What the I mean, fuck? When you're in that fake beef shit, of course it's going to come up. With- <laughs> Where are you going to get numbers? That shit was sizzling. That shit was fajita yeah. hot, sizzling fucking beef. Um, but I was like, wow. I, you know, and I've, I have somebody who's had 200 listens. I mean, that's the most that I've had. And shout out to, to Grizzy. You know, she, she shared my shit. She's a, um, she's a, uh, uh, she's not a news reporter, but she's a street hood news reporter. So what she does is she goes into like the hood or, you know, certain parts of Houston and she'll report on the news. She used to do that. I don't think she does that that much anymore because she has people that report shit and send it to her and she'll okay. put it on her Instagram. So she's like TMZ but, for Houston. Yeah, you know, and for the hood because there's a lot of shit that goes out in the hood that nobody hears about. And, you know, she's said before that like major news networks from Houston like uh, ABC 13 or Fox or, you know, th- those news channels, they'll scoop her, they'll sniff on her shit. And look for fucking like articles and, and and shit to talk about on their on their cast, you know. And she's called them out. She's like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "I know you're like snooping around my page, looking for fucking things to talk about, you know, when you're on air at, at five o'clock or six o'clock in the afternoon." And she's called them out name, you know, by name. And there's people that go to her page and look for shit. So it's like she's doing something right. I mean, she's she's great. I I love her. I, I wish her the best and she's getting the best to where it's like, she don't, she's not going to have to work anymore because she can fucking bank on this shit, you know? So. Some crazy shit. Well, bro, we get into the tail end of the show. So we're going to start getting to inside the guest. So it's going to be called inside the North side podcast guest. <laughs> My twin, you ready? Oh yeah, dude. I, I yeah, for sure. I am ready. You're right. All right. Not going to hurt. Just a couple questions. You can answer them. I, rapid fire or you can explain them however <laughs> you want to go bro okay right. go ahead favorite curse word to use fuck damn why does everyone go well fuck because it's it just, like, why is your favorite because like penny said i mean it's so universal you know it can be happy it can be sad it can be mad it can be joyful it can be anything fuck is just universal word for everything like yeah. I'm on this fucking podcast. I'm on fucking two youths, you know, right. or like fuck, fuck silly goose pod. You know, it fuck is just everyone's favorite word. So. <laughs> God damn, you're going to involve me in this shit. I already scrubbed myself with the last guy. I got to scrub out. <laughs> nah, you don't got to, you don't got to worry about this fucking little piece of shit. So I got to take penicillin in this one. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> the one curse word you don't like to use, but you, but when you do it's business. 
it's not really a word per se, but I think it's a phrase. I, I it, shut the fuck up. Like, I it, it involves fuck, but like if I, if my girlfriend is like talking shit, and I'm like, I'm like, babe, shut the fuck up. And she like, don't fucking say that. That like rolls her up. If I tell anybody else that too, I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up, dude. And they get upset. I'm like, that's what it means. I mean business. Like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't have to explain myself. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> do you do you say it in a specific tone? Like, hey, shut the fuck up. Or like, just like, like, that, like throw away. It, it depends. It depends on like what it is. Like it could like the tone could be very different, but it's usually just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, like I'm already annoyed at like this yeah, shit, a, you know? Okay. Like I'm paying five dollars for fucking gas. That's how annoyed I am. <laughs> Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, use it too. All right. Favorite alcoholic drink? Jack and Coke. You know, you got me on the Jack, but you kind of took me off on the Coke. Or, and this is going to throw you for a fucking loop. I like uh, fucking Jaeger and Dr. Pepper. The fuck? Oh, you, you, you question it, but it's very good. I, I don't think it's that good. I don't oh, like Jaeger. It's good. It's Jager good. Trust me, it's, it's good. It, it balances out and it's like, whoo, fuck. <laughs> it's good. Trust me. Trust me. When you come here, we'll have it. Then. Okay. I'll have, I'll have one with you. Okay. I have one with you. <laughs> Least alcoholic drink. You don't like drinking it. It fucks you up. It traumatizes you. Whatever. But you won't touch it. The one I won't touch anymore is Fireball. Oh, you in that Fireball craze too? I was like a couple years ago, like when I would go out with my coworkers or my ex coworkers, we would go to this bar and it's, it's called Ojos Locos. And it's, it's kind of like a Hooters, but like a Mexican Hooters or Latino Hooters. Hmm. And, um, you know, the girls are wearing little skimpy outfits or whatever, and they'll bring you beer and shit like that. And we'll take a shot. And they're like, what do you want to do? Do you want a Patron? Do you want to get, I'm like, let's do fireball. Fuck it. So we were, we were like in the fireball craze, like everybody else was. But until I turned, I think it was like 25 or 26, I forgot when it was, I did some fireball shots and I threw them up. And I'm like, from that moment on, I was like, fuck fireball. I would never touch fireball ever again. Jesus. I, I've gotten drunk off fireball, but it wasn't until I threw it up and like all, everything came back with it, plus the, the, the tacos. And I go, uh-huh. hey, I never touch it. Like, <laughs> I'll smell it. I like the smell of it, but I'll never have a shot. I will refuse that shot. For, if you order for me, I'll be like, no. I'm sorry, what the fuck? No. I just throw it in the fucking sink. I'd be like, yeah, it's done. Like that. <laughs> All right. Besides being a podcaster, besides your day job, what is one occupation? Besides being a musician, mm-hmm. besides all that, what is one occupation you like to do? I think one occupation that I would like to do is I would like to be the person riding the riding lawnmower. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but there's something therapeutic and something very relaxing. And when I was growing up, I would go and cut yards with my dad. That's what my dad did for, you know, hustle. You know, he got money for that. So I would go help him. And from time from time to time, I'm like, I like doing this shit. It's very relaxing. Just put my headphones on and I'm going to hear his bullshit. Um, but it's relaxing. And then when I started, like, becoming a landscaper, so-and-so, I was doing the writing law more and I was like, man, this is fucking, I was like, no wonder so many fucking Mexicans like writing this damn thing. <laughs> so I was like, if there was any occupation, I would like to just be outside and just cut the grass. I don't want to do anything else, but I'll cut the grass with that thing. That would be just like fucking awesome. Damn. All right. One occupation you'd never want to do. Clean toilets. 
Or no, no. Uh, trash guy. Fucking. Oh my God. I used to work at, so I used to work at Target. And sometimes we would have to go throw the trash in the, in the trash compactor. The smell of 3,000 different things in that trash compactor made me wish to never, ever, ever work in trash. I salute those guys that do it every fucking day and deal with everyone's trash. I don't know how the fuck they do it, but they do it, and that job is not for me. <laughs> I don't even want to become a, a trash truck driver. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> that, yeah, I've, I've talked to plenty of you know trashmen, and that's one thing. They're like, nope, if I could go back, I'd never, I wouldn't apply here. But I mean, like I said, I salute them. They 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 take out our trash and they do what they do. And, you know, they don't get paid enough, but they should. Yes. And last question. Usually I always switch this one up. When you show up here to Cali, what is the one fucking spot you want to go hit and eat? <sighs> I know you thought about it. The one spot that I want to go hit up. And eat. Like you, you've been like, I want to go eat here. It doesn't have to be like a name brand, but like you want to try it there in Cali, right here in L.A. That, that one place that y'all talk about, Fat Sal's or Big Sal's, oh, whatever it's called. Fat Sal's. I want to I try that. I looked it up. And I was like, man, this shit looks pretty good. Um, Hell yeah, it is. On the other on the other hand, I, some of the places like Jose talks about, like he talks about like King Taco. He mentions that a lot. And I'm like, I looked it up. I'm like, well, it looks decent. I might want to try it, you know. But to be honest, like, I don't know. Like I said, there's so many things out there. Well, and it's like, I, I trust all y'all's judgment. So it's like. Hey, I'll try whatever. Fuck it. I'll, I'll eat someone's ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You'd probably do that if you hang out with Penny. You'd probably do that if you hang out with Penny. Uh, I'm like, hey, Penny, let's go find some bitches. <laughs> don't just don't tell my girl that's what you're going to say. But yeah, that's what you're you probably get with Penny. I always say, I always recommend Fat's House. Fat's House is the number one spot I recommend to anybody. I love it. I love it. Every time I'm in Hollywood, I always go there. Always. It's my go to spot. They already know me. Really? That is how bad it is. They already know me. And I always like I always tag up their wall with my stickers. Oh, that's cool. Oh, hey, that's that's even better. I yeah. mean, that's some what exposure, you know. Well, I bumped into uh Tyler the Crater. Really? Yeah, it's it's usually frequent by celebrities. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, because it's Hollywood. Yeah. You know, so I bumped into I, and I'm like, oh shit, fool. like is this Tyler? Like, I don't like your shit, but I I know who you are. He's like, shut the fuck up, dog. I fucking listen to rambling alcoholics. Y'all fucking exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it, there you go. So, either Fat Sal's or King Taco, but you don't know. But you now think now think about it the next time. Oh, for and sure. I'll ask him. Hey, what spot you want to go hit? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on the group channels. You know the uh, was it po- podcast toxicos? Yeah, like, the yo, talk, which it's kind of it's been kind of dry lately, but it's because everyone's busy. So everyone's fucking super. Always everyone's always super busy. <laughs> everyone's always super busy with something. If it ain't podcasting, it's you know kids little league games or. You know, doing other shit. Everyone's doing something. Yeah, for sure. But that is inside the guest, inside the Northside podcast. There you go, man. You don't even have to. It was. Isn't it hurt? I mean, my asshole kind of hurts a little bit, but it's be everyone. fine. I mean, I mean, I mean, Penny showed me some fucking ointments that you could put on there. It'll Penny don't take it in the ass. He puts it in the ass. <laughs> Penny don't fuck him. I tried. Penny's good, Penny's good enough to convince you you're gonna fuck you're gonna fuck him, but he fucks you. That's how good he is. That's how good he is. That's how good my boy. Oh man, I, I I mean, like I said, when I had him on, I'm like, this dude's fucking suave. I need to send this guy over here and see how many fucking girls he can get over here and see Dude, which ones they are. You tell him like, hey, let's, let's fly out there. He'll do it. He'll plan it out. 
I mean, for sure. I mean, I was like, he ain't got no wife, he ain't got no kids. He ain't do we know him? We, we has no kids that we know of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still, I'm still a little waiting. swath I'm penny. I'm waiting for fraternity tests to come in. Fraternity, not fraternity. Fraternity tests. <laughs> I'm waiting for those. I'm waiting for those. Have but, him come on Maury and shit. Exactly. Right. Oh, I could see him. He'll be like so freaking promoing the whole show, geeking <laughs> out sweater, boom boom hat, all that. I could see him just broadcasting the whole shit. <laughs> Picture it now. But bro, plug your stuff. Let them know where they can find you. I mean, I'm a I'm a blast is on the on the Instagram page. I'm a blast is on the description. But let them know. Well, first and foremost, thank you, Whiskey J. Thank you, Jaime, for having me on. It's been such a blessing, such a great time, drinking, chatting it up, and just getting to know each other more. Yes. Um, but yeah, you can find me inside the Northside Podcast. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on iHeartRadio. You can find me on Stitcher. Wherever podcasts are heard, you can find me. And if you can, please give me a five-star on Spotify and leave me a rating on Apple Music. I mean, as Jaime said, it keeps the lights on here. I mean, technically, I mean, I keep the lights on, but it helps. <laughs> you know, it helps with the visibility, and it helps to keep the lights on. Um, follow me on Instagram, uh, Inside the Northside Podcast, all lowercase, you can find me on Facebook. I don't really do shit on Facebook anymore. Um, Twitter is kind of dry, but I just repost shit that's from Instagram. Um, but if you have trouble looking for any of those things, you can go to my link tree, which is www.linktr.ee slash ITNS. It has links to everything on my social media, to the article that a shout out HTX did on me, to my fucking banking things. If y'all want to donate to the fucking podcast, you can. You know, if it, it, I don't expect much dollar, five dollars, whatever, but that shit goes to the podcast, doesn't go in my pocket. Um, follow the YouTube channel. I know I've been kind of dry on YouTube, but I will try to do more episodes, video episodes, because people want to see my face. People want to see who I'm interviewing. It's not just audio anymore. It's visual. And I know we're all trying to get used to that because it's fucking hard as hell to do all that yes. and to balance everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you, like I said, you can find me on fucking Penny's thing. You can find me on, on Ramley. You just got to look for inside the Northside podcast, liked whatever, you know, you can find me there. Check out the podcast. Check out the episodes that I have. I have some great guests. I'm going to have even more great guests. Hopefully I get some of these guys on and just fucking get ready for season six, man. It's only been episode. It'll be episode three, but I'm fucking ready. So damn, there you go, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. There you go. Hit him up. Believe me, this guy's going places. You watch. He'll be hitting. He'll be interviewing everybody. He says an interview. He's going to do it because I believe in him. I believe Two times him. back to back. <laughs> what? Dude. Dude, I can't wait till you come out here because I'd love to do this. I would love to do this episode here in the Rambling Game Man Studios. Yeah, dude. That'd be uh, oh man, I could that would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, because I know because I know Penny would show up. I we would just do it here. And of course, we want you on Geek and Geek Out. You have oh, to be on Geek. You have dude. to be on Geek. Oh my god, yes. I'm ready to be on Geek and Geek Out and just fucking just but like, no, you're fucking you don't know shit. You oh. this is this is this. Is. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Oh, hell yeah. Like there's times where like some of you guys like that have mentioned things and I'm like, it's not what I fucking is. What the fuck? It's like, you know, but it's like, I, I love interviewing. I'm not interviewing, but I like interacting with the podcast oh. and, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure everybody else does too, but like, I'm, I'm very excited to be out there um, to do all y'all's podcasts, hang out with y'all and just have a fucking good time. Do you get drunk, 
have a kickback, fucking go to people's fucking grave sites at fucking three in the morning. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but you're going to do something. You, you'll be doing something tonight for sure. And let me plug the sponsor of tonight's episode, Happy Hour Vitamins. Ladies and gentlemen, if, you got, if you're ever drinking with us tonight and you're going to wake up hungover, hit up happyhourvitamins.com, enter promo code RAMBLING, get 25%, I'm sorry, 30% off all 12 to 50 packs. So you have 12 to 50 packs, promo code RAMBLING, happyhourvitamins.com, let them know the whiskey man sent you. And then if you guys are into CBDs, check out my boys, Quality of Quantity Farms. The link is right here. Enter promo code called LEADER, get 25% of, of everything in the store, from the joints to the CBD gummies to even coffee. They even got coffee for you fuckers. Other than that, I want to thank my boy here, my my brother, because he's actually now my brother, for joining me tonight. And then tune in next week, because I may or may not have Fidel. I got to check his schedule. I already do, because you know he's a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in all late. Hey, did I miss the fucking podcast? Yeah, <laughs> uh, dog. I, I I checked. I checked the I checked the calendar. I didn't see you on the calendar. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm fucking around. I, I'm not. My wife gonna... didn't put you on the fucking calendar. I wonder why. Exactly. His wife's like, you're not gonna go to that fucking podcast. But you know, I'm gonna have Fidel on uh, on the next one. But check out this one. Other than that, guys, enjoy yourselves. Drink responsibly. You won't tune into a uh, geek and geek out new episode coming out this week. And Rhyme Alcoholics episode 201 coming out this week too. Laters.